is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. What's going on, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for episode 87 of the Nerd Talk Loops podcast. This episode in particular is a uh, roundtable discussion for Avengers Infinity War. Um, we had several guests on the show uh, over Skype, so I just, I'm recording this right now to pre-warn you guys about the episode and its quality and things like that. Um, we had a little bit of equipment failure over here in the Nerd Cave, um, so we can't currently do our show based on normal standards that we have so we had to have everybody skype in but avengers infinity war was huge it was a huge movie so we had to make sure that we put something out um so this was just a precursor uh bumper to the show that i wanted to add to make sure you guys were pre-warned about the way it sounds but we had uh dylan teeter christian stoey who are uh, is a newcomer and then a returning guest, Christian Stoey. And we have Bridging the Geekdoms podcast. That's Robert and Colton. Um, and then we had uh, John Horsley from uh, Spoiler Country podcast. And then later on in the show, Aaron Dwyer shows up to give his input uh, you know, toward the end of the movie discussion and things like that. So um, that being said, uh, you guys can uh, enjoy the show. Fuck you guys. Fucking dictator. <laughs> All right, what's up, nerd enthusiasts? Thank you for joining us for episode eighty-six. Yeah, eighty-six. Eighty-seven. No, God damn it, eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about it. We just talked about it. I know, I know, I know. All right, so I'm we talking about it like eighty-six minutes ago, eighty-six seconds ago. All right, so I'm joined with with me as always, Lane Stipe, my co-host, and uh, Lane Lane. Also, <laughs> we've also got returning guest Christian Stowey, champion of super fights, season one. Season one. Not this year. Sorry, Stoey. You get him again next year. Fuck. <laughs> and then we got he, Dylan he... Teeter, newcomer Dylan Teeter. Yeah, he... because it's great because he's just an asshole. What's what? That? I said it was rigged because Deej is an asshole. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I was he drunk. drunk and tired. He's like, I, I, I shouldn't get that junk again when I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Deej. Right. So I'm got... just messing around. <laughs> New special guest, Dylan Teeter, joining us. Say hi, Dylan. Hi. I said hello. Hello! <laughs> and then we got our first crossover with Bridging the Geekdoms. Our buddies Robert and Colton from Pittsburgh. Hey. What's going on, everyone? Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colton. Like, <laughs> it's your skinny boy penis. <laughs> So then later we have John Horsley from uh, the Spoiler Country podcast, possibly his co-host. I have no idea. He's going to be joining us in about 20 minutes or so. I don't do this we came fully prepared. Yeah. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to somehow break down Infinity War to a point where we can actually talk about it in review style because this shit is I, crazy. Somehow break it down. That's a good way to put it because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say about this goddamn movie. I don't even know anything about the movie I just watched, so... I don't. Like, at the end of it, I was like, dude, I don't even remember what happened. I was, I was so distraught. I, was like, I don't even know what happened. I, <laughs> I had a chance to I got to the yesterday. end, and all I could say was, bruh. I got to the end, and all I could say was, bruh. I, oh, I, 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 was like, oh, shit, kids are here. Yeah, this shit was crazy. <laughs> okay, so, 
we want to silence a whole movie theater to play this movie. Nobody said a goddamn word in our movie theater. It was just like... No one said a like, fucking word and no one moved. Yeah, it was just like... Some people left. Like, I was like, I was like fucking newbies, man. Like, you never leave at a Marvel movie. All right, so who, who wants to start this? Who wants to read the, the, the start, the spoiler-free section? Robert Colton, either of you guys? Spoiler-free section? It's pretty short, so I, I guess I'll read it. Well, wait, hold That's on. good, because you're the dumb one. You guys are the only... <laughs> me, me, Lane, and Robert and Colton are the only ones that have notes. Stoey doesn't have it, because he's on his phone, and so does Teeter. He's on his phone also. John has the notes, but he'll <coughs> get them later. So, that so you guys said, just chime in whenever you feel like it. Yeah. You know, guys that don't have notes. Teeter and Dil- uh, and Stoey just chime in whenever, and we'll get you know. We'll, we'll, I, don't let me forget about you guys. If you if I haven't mentioned you in a while, just fucking keep like, up. Hey, I uh, haven't had this many fucking guests on the show ever, so I am damn You're unforgettable. <laughs> was Hi, I'm Bam Margera, and this is Jackass. <laughs> this right. is Jackass. Take it away, Rob. <laughs> All right, so the spoiler-free section. So, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, and the rest of the Avengers unite to battle their most powerful enemy yet, Giggity. evil Thanos. Giggity. On a mission to collect all six Infinity Stones, Thanos plans Infinity. to use the artifacts to inflict his twisted will on reality. Giggity. The fate of the planet and existence <laughs> itself has, <laughs> has never been more uncertain as everything the Avengers have fought for has led up to this moment. Giggity. <laughs> okay. Fuck so. me, man. I can't do an episode with this guy. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to laugh too hard. So that being all right. said... Uh, I guess we can. <laughs> I want to hear from every single person. What even it's I broke something. <laughs> if, if you each want to give your own spoiler-free review, just a spoiler-free thought, you know, on thought process on it. And let's start with I'm gonna popcorn Stoey. <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're three again. <laughs> My street name. Uh, popcorn Stoey's your street name. <laughs> I pop cats and asses, so I do. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Now, are, like, a spoiler-free review or a spoiler-free just Spoiler-free like, anything you want to say. Like, uh, like what you rate your movie, what you, uh, this is spoiler-free, whatever you want to say. Just don't spoiler, spoil anything, I guess. Okay. All right. Spoiler, spoiler-free. All right. Well, going, I mean, I'll say to anyone going into the movie, you cannot prepare for the movie. You nope. can think about like you can think about this and oh I think this person's gonna die and I think like you can't you can't prepare for it so just uh, don't even try just, yeah just go in just go in expecting to have like your dick kicked in and <laughs> like no, it's, to put it. the the ending is the ballsiest ending that I've ever seen a Marvel movie do and it pays is off because the ending is it blows the shit out of your mind the whole movie in it itself i i love you were like there was like there was uh, there was comedy like there isn't a marvel movie but there wasn't too much there was i thought there was a really good blend of like because there was constant storytelling going on or action with all the all the different groups of the heroes and everything and i thought they all tied together really well uh some a lot of people didn't like how like in civil war how they thought that it was too jam-packed but i think they nailed it in this movie with uh splitting because for most of the movie they're all in different groups so i uh i i really like that i don't think that's a spoiler so uh no you're good uh, 
the uh, there's one. There, I only have one tiny complaint, and it's literally the same exact thing that Deesh told me. But I guess I'll just wait till uh, the uh, spoiler section of to tell to talk about that. Oh, I'm mentioning it. I'm mentioning it. Oh, so I can mention it? If you like. Okay, uh, the only thing I did not like about the movie is that they made Vision a total bitch. He was so oh, weak. Bitch. He, he got, he just got, like, he got, like, just every fight he was in, he got completely fucked up. And, like, Vision is not that weak. Like, no, it bothered, like, that did, that did bug me. That's the only thing, literally the only complaint I have about the movie is that they fucking, they made Vision look like the biggest bitch. Uh, he, he, all he did was whine and complain the entire movie. Like, we don't think yeah, about nothing, what, but he just bitched the whole time. Yeah, nothing else comes to mind about anything else bad about the movie that I have to say. Uh, but besides that, Vision just made, they made Vision out to be a total pushback. Whenever, like in Civil War and Ultron, he was a beast. But right, Now there's some wind for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying I'm to cover good. it up. I'm sorry, there's a uh, tornado outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you had to give it a rating out of 10, what would you give it? Oh, man, out of 10, I'm I'm going to go, I'm going to go a solid 9.5. Okay, that's good. Anything else you want to say? It's just like, it's like, yeah, like anyone that hasn't seen it, you have to see it. It's absolutely amazing. It's Marvel killed it. They have the big, they have the uh, biggest opening weekend in movie history for a reason. So they've been building, they've been building 10 years up to this movie. And I think they absolutely nailed it. They hit it out of the park. So that's, that's my spoiler free thing. All right. All right. I'm going to popcorn Colton then. Fuck. All right. All right. I guess I'll, I'll step up to the plate here if we're going to keep baseball puns going. That's right. I'm, I'm going to give that movie a solid nine. Okay. Nine. Um, oh, shit. There I am on Skype. Popcorn Colton. Hi. Hi, everybody. Um, Hi. Um, spoiler free. Go into that movie trying not to cry. That's a, yeah, right. That's, that's a big thing. I cry like that babies. Yeah, the the ending of that movie to not cry is the most difficult thing. So, well, I I didn't cry because I'm not a bitch, but um, <laughs> I I didn't cry either, but I did That's have because Bob's a DC fan. <laughs> I cried, um, uh, but, but like, I didn't know Bruce Banner had erectile dysfunction. <laughs> um, non spoiler, of course. That's just a personal Mark Ruffalo thing. Um, I thought it looked pretty, like like pretty, like they they did a good job with the uh, CGI and oh, the yeah. uh, green screen. Yeah, the green screen. No Steppenwolf bullshit. There was only one scene in the whole movie I thought the CGI had an issue with, but I'll wait till later to talk about it. Okay. Um, keep that. Keep, don't forget that. No, I, I like the overall story. It didn't really stop either. Like it, it started and it kicked your ass two and a half hours later. Like you oh, not, had sure. no downtime at all during that film. Like even yeah, the film the, parts I, were good. That's what I was gonna say. It's a two two hour and forty minute long movie, and it felt like I sat there for an hour because I was so immersed in it and everything. Yeah, you never got bored once. And, and the yeah. fact that it only took one movie to tell Thanos' entire story was beautiful, too. I didn't have to, like, yeah. go into a different movie to know his story. Right. Yeah, they did a pretty good job at that. They really they really nailed it. 
But uh, I mean, I, I don't really have too much other than that for spoiler free. Right. I'll start getting into spoiler stuff. <laughs> Who do you popcorn? Uh, popcorn. I'm gonna popcorn Deej. All right. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I don't even know. Yes, it, you, my <laughs> child. You called. It, he was a carpenter. Like, I, all I, I want to say, I guess I could briefly mention that Lane and I went into this movie totally blind, and I'm more than happy to oh, yeah. finally admit that, like, that. that it was it worth was it. Just, oh, yeah. It was so beyond worth it. I had no idea what any of this movie looked like aside from that bullshit marketing shit that they were putting out that never actually made it into the movie. Uh,. You know, that you saw, like, in, in, in pictures and GIFs and whatever people posted that you couldn't, you know, that are almost unavoidable. With just, like, the whole, all the Avengers, like, running. With the Hulk in it? <laughs> yeah, with the Hulk that was there and all that shit. And then you find out, like, quickly that, you know what I mean? Like, there was images that I saw where you could see, like, that battle at Wakanda and you could see the Hulkbuster. Never in, oh, shoot, I shouldn't probably say anything. That's spoiler territory. But, like. Way to go, Nerdtocalypse. <laughs> Way to go. But, yeah, like. Just it was just great. Like it was just a fucking thrill ride, through and through. The only thing I could say is that while everybody's sitting there waiting for the credit scenes, I, not a single person said a fucking single word, like at all. I, I kept cussing. Well, yeah, yeah, like it was just it was just ridiculous, dude. Just so yeah. I just can't even imagine where they're well, how they're how it's all going to culminate, like in Avengers Four. What do you rate it? Ah. Uh... I'm going to go 9.7. 7. Wow. I'm going to 9.7825654292. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. All right, popcorn Dylan. All right. Um I don't know. As far as as far as the movie goes, I went into it with certain expectation. Um everything I expected to get out of the movie, I got out of the movie. Um, but what was more surprising was all the things I didn't expect to get out of that movie that yes. I got out of that movie. Like, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for just how insanely epic that movie was going to be the whole time. Was. Like, the I whole time. I saw one girl on Facebook like, that movie was okay. I was like, bitch. From <laughs> the beginning of that movie until... 20 minutes after the movie, whenever I was able to, like, think and talk. And breathe? I, yeah, like, I didn't have, I don't know, I was lost. Like, there was nothing going on in my brain that wasn't that movie. Yeah, good. yeah, that's true. But without spoiling anything, I can't, like, really talk about much. Just, it, it met every possible expectation and then blew them out of the water. What about your rating? Yeah. I'm a huge Marvel fanboy, so I'm going to go ahead and give that a 10. Okay. <laughs> Understandable. That, that, that was like 10 years of my life all culminated into one great experience. That's, that's a good point. All right. All right. Who's next? Robert's last Bob one. or Lane? No, I haven't gone Oh, yet. yeah, that's right. That's right. Popcorn, Dylan. Uh, I'm going to go with Lane. All right. Oh, you suck, Bob. <laughs> Always what? picked last, man. It's yeah, irrelevant. Just like high school. <laughs> but uh, pretty much a combination of what everybody else said. It was the special effects were fantastic. Thanos looked amazing. Like you know, his, like terrifying. 
Like you, yeah, they're absolutely terrifying. Like you could see, like the actor underneath the makeup, like when he was crying, when he was smiling, when he was winking, when he was anything he did, it looked so good. Like Look, it looked. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I, whenever I see special effects, for some reason, I'm impressed by how real their teeth look. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. For some reason, I would I couldn't stop paying attention to how real Thanos' teeth look. I was like, oh my god, dude! Like it looks so fucking cool. You're like, oh my god, flosses. You saying that reminds me of that meme where it's like that smile, that damned smile. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they just he did a good job. Like even when he moved, like he he just looked great. Like everything, like the Hulk looked yeah, great. Yeah, Josh Brolin killed that. He he absolutely killed that role. Oh, well, for he's sure. Like he's been playing the most terrifying person ever. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. See, it's funny because I still don't think he's the most terrifying person. Like like. He, he did some crazy shit, but I don't know. Kilgrave from Jessica Jones season one is the most terrifying person I've ever seen. Kilgrave is psychologically terrifying. Yeah, he, he did. He like, Physically he just not people. So He makes much. you like, look at the wall until you die. Like, that shit's crazy. <laughs> anyway, we can get back. We'll talk about that some other time. But Yeah, the, the special effects were amazing. The act, Everybody nailed their roles like, like they always do. Like Doctor Strange... Like fucking Benedict Cumberbatch stepped up to the fucking plate in this movie, man. Like, yeah, for me, like you to bring that up, I hated Doctor Strange. I thought that movie was horrible. I'm not a Benedict a Cumberbatch person. fan, uh, but he completely, for me, I, I have gained respect for him as that character. But I think, right, I, and I, I think he plays better as a side <laughs> character than a main than character a lead, than a lead main character. Right. I'm watching but either way, he killed right this movie. Now. He, he rocked it. He rocked that role in this movie. He oh, the made me feel like he was Doctor Strange. Really good too. But yeah, they. I I like how, how powerful they showed in this movie just how powerful Doctor Strange as a character really is. Oh yeah, See, like I got more to say on that in a little bit before I, cause I don't because that'll be some spoiler part. But I had the same issue that Stoey had. Vision was very weak and bitchy. Like you know, I there was a, there's this animated movie on Netflix where I literally watched Vision flying in the sky. And he increases his density so much that he took Thor straight out of the sky. Mjolnir and Thor and everything. Just boom, hit him, crash him right into the ground. And this guy couldn't even fight one little measly fucking whatever the hell those things were. Like, that was so stupid to me. He should have... He's one of the most powerful people on that team. And he was so He's just... the most powerful person on that team. He, he, yeah, he, he was... He was... I don't know. He was... I hate how they... I hate what they did with Vision. Other than that, everybody else was perfect, in my opinion. Seeing Tiny Stark it, and Doctor Strange it. talk... What's that? I hate it, but I get it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I get like, it. For plot progression and stuff, I get that, but but still, like, I don't know, still. he's. But still, when I saw Tony Stark and Doctor Strange talking and conversing, every, every freaking time they were on screen together was just m- fucking movie perfection to me. Like, I loved it. They, they were both Sherlock Holmes, too, which is awesome to me. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I give it a 9.5. Probably only because, like, that's the only complaint I have of that entire movie was Vision. Other than that, I can't think of one other thing. Like, I can't think of one bad thing about it. You were talking about uh, RDJ and Cumberbatch on the screen. Yeah. Those two and uh, Thor and Drax. Yes. Um, those, those four characters stole every scene that they were in together. Oh, yeah, even, like, uh, Tony Tony and Drax, there's that scene where, he, like, you could just see, like, Tony, like, oh, my God, this guy's an idiot. Like, I just... <laughs> When they casted Batista originally for Guardians of the Galaxy, I was so pissed. Like, because right. I just thought they were going to cast some jackass wrestler who was going to fuck up a character I really like. And he, oh, he does perfect. Good. He's so good Batista at it. kills Drax. He's so good as Drax. Yeah, There's only one scene he did that I didn't like in that whole movie, which was it was unnecessary to me. 
is that scene where he was like invisible eating those nuts. Like it was funny, but it was pointless. <laughs> He's like, I, I move so slow, you can't see me. <laughs> it was funny. Don't get me wrong. I laughed, but it was so un- utterly just not necessary. Like it's like, like when it's like one of those moments when Family Guy does something for like twelve minutes in the background. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? That's the biggest waste of time moment. <laughs> like it's so weird, dude. I don't, I think that might have been one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. So I might be an outlier here. <laughs> I mean, it was like I said, it was funny, but it was like the way uh, Stoey put it. I'm pretty sure it was Stoey that said it. That there wasn't any wasted comedy in this movie, opposed to that one scene for me. Like like Ragnarok had way too many jokes in it to me. Like way like too, way too many jokes. Uh, Justice League had way too many jokes. This movie did a perfect balance of jokes, action, uh, storytelling, drama. I, it was perfect to me. Except that one scene, I think. I think the worst movie so far for jokes was Guardians Two. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That 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 whole movie was just pointless. Like, we, that movie could not have existed, and this movie still could have happened all the same. Yeah, everything in that movie didn't matter. No, nothing. Not a single thing in that movie mattered at all. Except that he's now half human. That scene where he's like, "I'm half human," and you're 100 percent human. Like, we wouldn't have known that without that movie. Like, well, most people wouldn't have known that, but. Yeah, drive-bys wouldn't have known it. Yeah. But, all right, that's my spoiler for your review, 9.5. Uh, Bob, you're next. All right. About damn time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I went into this movie. If, if you've ever listened to my show, you know how I feel about the MCU. Um, I'm a fan of it. However, I feel that it's been getting stale, majorly stale over the past probably four or five years. Oh, I agree uh, with you on that. It's had like a lot of... It's had a lot of issues with villains and everything like that. So I went into this movie with very low expectations because I was severely disappointed with Civil War. I've been severely disappointed with pretty much every movie that's come out with the exception of Spider-Man Homecoming, which can't really even cons- – like, yeah, it's in the MCU, but it's not. It's kind of one of those weird things because of the Sony deal and everything like that. So when I went into – Black Panther was good. Now, I will give him that. I will say that was a good movie. But again, I, I believe it still had the villain problem. But, oh, see, yeah, me too. I, that that last fight was. I wholeheartedly disagree. I thought Killmonger was amazing. I, no, I liked his character. I completely liked his character. I just think that they one they shouldn't have killed him off because he spoiler, was, spoiler, spoiler, for spoiler. Black Panther's been out long enough. Spoiler. Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther's been out two months. I haven't Fuck seen Black Panther. Haven't seen it. Uh, but they shouldn't have killed his his character off because he was such a good, an interesting character. Uh, but anyways, we're not talking about Black Panther. We're talking about Infinity War here. So. Right. I go. I went into it with pretty low expectations. I was excited about it, but probably not as much as all of you were excited. Dude, fucking, fucking, <laughs> so, fucking, fucking. <laughs> uh, I, I look at there's there's about four things that I really look at whenever I'm watching a movie. And, and one of those is the tip of his penis. <laughs> one is one is story. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. One is story. One is character and, and character portrayals. Uh, two is the visuals or directing that all kind of goes into one. And uh, another one, four. Am I on four? Yeah, four is uh, is the music. So that's kind of what I all look what I look for when it goes, comes to movies. So. Yeah. First off, the story was fantastic. Uh, it was fast paced. Now I've seen it twice already. 
The first time I felt it was a lot faster than the second time I watched it, but I think it was just because my adrenaline was up because it was like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> so, the se- so the second time I was watching it, it did seem like the, the first half is a little slower than I remember the first time I saw it, but right. uh, it still moves pretty well. Uh, the storyline with Thanos and uh, the children of Thanos or the Black Order, whatever you want to call them, That's I think racist, is really man. good. But the standout for me, and I think if you haven't seen this movie yet, you go into it. Uh, it this is this is the character that everybody I think will walk out and say, "Holy shit, I was not expecting that." And that's Thor, uh, because I think his oh. story storyline for this movie was was fantastic, and it was just fun and exciting. Uh, when it comes to the visuals, the directing, all that kind of stuff, I think it was fantastic. It was a beautifully shot film. Uh, the CGI, I felt there were a couple issues I had with it, uh, especially with the the children of Thanos. Uh, yeah, I, I that girl, the, the girl yeah. one looked really weird. Probably yeah, midnight, like, she looked like shit. Yeah, so that 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 was some issues, but I think they focused so much on you know some of the worlds that they were on as well as Thanos to make sure that looked right. That's fine. Uh, the characterizations, it's kind of hard. Like we know all the characters, all the Avengers, we know how they're portrayed. So I had no worry about that. But Thanos was a big issue for me uh, going into it. Watching it though, I think he I think he did a fantastic job. However. I don't think like there were so many times I'm sitting there and I'm listening to, to Thanos talk. And for some reason in my head, it kept popping in Ron Perlman because like he, he reminded he me like, like some, <laughs> he, the, the mannerisms and the way he was talking and everything reminded me of, of Ron Perlman. I was like, they didn't need Josh Brolin for this. They probably could have saved some money, but yeah. Right. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so I thought Thanos did great. The music, however, was a big uh, issue for me. Now, this movie did something that no other Marvel movie has done for me when it comes to music, and I actually got chills at one part uh, with a theme that started. And while uh, Black Panther, the very end of that movie, the just the scenery of Black Panther was amazing, and it gave me oh, chills. Yeah. But that was everything encapsulated with the music, the scene, everything. Uh, it was the music cue in Infinity War. Uh, this one particular moment where I literally got chills and got excited and I, and, and no MCU movie has ever done that for me. So nice. overall, this movie was fantastic. I, like I said, I've seen it twice. This is actually the first Marvel movie that I've seen twice in the theaters. Nice. So, uh, I, I highly recommend it. However, my ratings are not as high as yours because I'm a little more critical. I'm a little more, uh, uh like when it comes to rating movies, I, I, I'm really critical with it. So I give it an eight out of 10, uh, but Yay. that's only because, for me, like a 10 is Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is fantastic in the MCU. I, it's such a different type of movie and it really pushed the genre forward. So to me, that's like the best movie in the MCU. Um, mm. And after watching Infinity War the second time, it was better watching it the second time. So I've been kind of leaning, maybe switching my score up to nine for the past couple of days, but I'm not ready to do that yet. So I'm keeping it at eight. Fair enough. <laughs> Your mom's an eight. Uh, so popcorn, nobody, because nobody else is here. Because I was last. Hey, eight's pretty good. But <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, that's everybody. Uh, I was hoping that John was going to join before we ended that conversation, but he didn't. But it's, that's okay. Damn it, John! I tried no. to push. Was that good? <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. All right, so let's do. Uh, I give it a, an eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lane, pretty... I can see that that thing happened again with your tablet. Yeah, I fucking know. <laughs> I thought my computer screen was cracked for a second. No, I drawing on it. <laughs> okay, so box Ow. office and production information. All right, so we already talked at the very beginning of this. I don't know if that'll be in the thing. I'll probably edit it out. But the, so the budget apparently for this movie what, has, is 
officially been announced for three hundred and twenty million dollars. $321 million. $321 uh, It was originally stated that it was going to be close to a billion dollars. Not even half that. A third of that. Right, but I think it... Yeah, so it only ended up being this much. But it, what I think is that the original... They had originally said that it was going to be a billion dollars for both... For, for both of them, is what I thought I heard. Yeah, for, for both when they were, Avengers 3 yeah, and 4. Yeah, so I think that might be what you know, because it's going to be goddamn close. If the next one even comes close to three hundred twenty-one million, it's going to be pretty fucking close to a billion, like closer oh, than any other. Oh, well, it's close enough, but I mean, it's still going to be like about three hundred million away. Yeah, okay. we can make a whole other movie out of that. More, uh, um, I'll wait. I can't say anything. I was, I was just about to like say a spoiler, but I won't say anything. <laughs> Keep going. All right, so it is the highest-grossing opening weekend of all time. Um, it has beat out The Force Awakens, not by much, but it totally beat out The Force Awakens in the three-day total, according to Damn. these notes here. $250 million Avengers Infinity War made. Force Awakens made $247,966,675. Um, it beat out Black Panther, which did pretty good, too. And then Avengers, the first Avengers movie, did 207, <coughs> which was more than Black Panther did for its opening weekend. Can I say a fact that I saw earlier? Sure. Out of the the top ten like grossing movies and like the like the first three days of the weekend they've been out, nine of them are are uh, Disney movies, and like yeah, seven of six or seven of them are all MCU movies. And the the only movie that's not a Disney movie is Jurassic World, and that just proves that Disney runs the world. <laughs> Most definitely, it's true. Disney owns the Marvel movies now too, so they're pretty fucking close to being a monopoly, man. Yeah, they're going to be a short little dude with a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> All right, so let's well, do some... Uh, I was going to say, do you well, want to do some box... Or we already did that. Well, worldwide, they did $641 million. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous, is, dude. That's absurd. That's double the fucking... That's double the budget already. In two in three days. Yeah, in three days. Double the budget. Like, people... This is a, this is one of those movies that we'll be seeing multiple times by the same people. I mean, shit, I'm we spent $60 on three movie. tickets alone. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that fucking cast list there, dude. That is crazy. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's like uh, at least three people on it. At least. <laughs> I mean, fuck. It. I mean, directors Joe Joe Russo and Anthony Russo, written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. And then there's like every actor that exists is in this movie. <laughs> Pretty much everybody but Kevin Hart. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and The Rock. Don't forget The Rock. The Rock. Oh, Give it time, The Rock will be brought in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we've still got another Avengers movie. There's time. <laughs> uh, he's he. The Rock is not going to be in the MCU. He's Black Adam. Come on, people. Come on, right. now. He can be both. He's Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin even made an appearance. <laughs> Did you guys see the, the Deadpool trailer for Infinity Wars? Where he was everybody? Where Deadpool was everybody? Yeah, you guys all see that? No, that was fucking hilarious, man. Like his face was everybody's. He goes, he goes, "What the fuck is Cable doing as Thanos?" <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "You know what? Fuck this! I'm Thanos!" And then he pulls off his helmet, and it's Deadpool's face. And I was like, "What the fuck? It was hilarious." You guys must watch that as soon as you can. It's hilarious. <laughs> Interesting. I saw some of it. That shit is funny though. 
You know, am I the only one that thinks Don Cheadle has cancer now? Like, he looks so freaking skinny. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're talking about in real life, not in it's like what? They didn't give Rhodes cancer, did they? No, like Don Cheadle himself. Like he looks yeah. weirdly sick. Like, like I'm really sick, but I'll still do the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, he look, he's lost a lot of weight. I mean, yeah, probably. I don't know. He was probably trying to die, and Disney told him he wasn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Will you at least kill my character off? We'll see. We'll see. We already broke your fucking back. I don't know what we can do for you. <laughs> yeah, we almost killed you in the Civil War, but you're back. <laughs> Fucking, I don't. I like him though. I, I don't see. I, that's I don't know. I like uh, Terrence Howard. Uh, I really like Terrence Howard and everything he does. And I was excited when he was in the first Iron Man, but then they replaced him with Don Cheadle, and I was like, oh shit. Because I really like Terrence Howard personally, but whatever. I mean, dude, Don Don Cheadle could. He's got the biggest nostrils I've ever seen on any human being. <laughs> <laughs> and not even your your fingers might fit in there. Probably. Thanos has huge fingers up there. <laughs> that's right. He's grabbing by his nostrils. He's like, come here, Cheadle. This is ridiculous, dude. You <laughs> can smell all the cologne off any person. You can smell That's into the hot. future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't even need the time stone. He's just like, I smell 14 million bare <laughs> varieties of this. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, uh, I guess so. We can, move, we can go ahead and move right into this. Who wants to Who wants to read some of the spoilers the, the, of the synopsis, and we can just chime in after. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Right, we're in the spoiler time. Can I say the Can I say the first spoiler? Sure. Uh, just, uh, what the fuck's your name, Stoey? Sir. All right. Are we, are we good now? Like spoiler alerts, all that shit. Like here they come. We give them plenty of time. If they hear it now, it's on them. All right. Cool. So, like I said about not going able, not going, not being able to go in to prepare for this movie, uh, like about trying to figure out how many people die. Unless I'm missing someone, fifteen main characters die in this movie. Just to gauge how insanely crazy the ending of this movie is. Just okay. One, so there's that. Fifteen, yeah. I mean, uh, see that. Somebody asked me, he's like, which death was the most intense for you? I'm like, well, I, I don't count any Parker. Infinity Gauntlet deaths because it was all, you know, like... No, yeah, Peter was... Parker, hands down. See, I, Spider -Man? Didn't really, I, don't, I don't like that. I didn't like that at all. That, what? That, that was when I started crying. It was sad. That... Why did he take longer to die than everybody else? Because he's goddamn Peter Parker. Yeah. I was I thought it was the nano suit. Like literally when I was sitting there watching it, I was thinking maybe it's the nano suit that held like held him together just a little bit longer because he's the one that acted the weirdest. He was like I, I feel weird. I don't feel right. To me, right. I, I, that's kind of how I looked at it. It was the nano suit. The Iron Spider. Yeah. yeah I mean, I thought they I think they just did it to make everybody upset. You know what I mean? That was just like cuz they knew everybody would be upset. Oh well, yeah, I mean, that was a heartbreak him because everyone else just disappeared like immediately and him being a kid and disappearing, like him holding Tony, being like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Like, that is fucking, that was ballsy. The worst part is at the end is he apologizes for it. Yeah, and right. he's like, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. don't get me wrong, I'm sorry I'm dying in front of you. Like, come on now. Spider-Man's my favorite, so don't get me wrong, it was sad. But I'm just saying, like, it didn't seem feasible to me that he was dying. It took a little longer for him to die than everybody else. Because, I mean, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. I don't think a nano suit's going to have anything to do with the Infinity Gauntlet deciding when you die. Like, I thought the same thing, but I just... It's the fucking Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones in it. Like, the only death that didn't bother me in that movie was Star-Lord's. Because he fucking deserves it. 
He fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah, hands down. Dude, that that scene pissed me <laughs> off. He started to hit him. I was like, no, you motherfucker. God damn it, effect, man. Fat. Daryl Dixon but, I mean, punched Negan in the face, and Negan killed Glenn. That's fucking exactly what happened. Yeah, can you? I mean, can you blame him though? If the person you were in love with was, you could find out that he was, that she was killed. Would you be able to hold back? Hell no, no. I know, I can't. I couldn't hold. I don't blame him at all. It just. Uh. It might be the most badass scene with Chris Pratt in the Marvel universe so far. Uh, he kicked Spider-Man's ass though somehow. Like, I, like he <laughs> took him down. Like I was like, what? Star Lord did. He took. Oh him. yeah. Spider-Man yeah. took him right down. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. but Spider-Man in the Iron Spider in the Iron Spider suit would destroy Star-Lord. I don't care. I'm sorry. That that was. I don't know. Maybe Spider-Man wasn't trying all that hard. I don't know. I'll, I'll, Spider-Man I'll, in any Spider suit would fuck up Star-Lord, even without a spider suit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. That movie was. It was good, but we can start from the beginning, I guess, if we want. All right, so I'll start right here. So, having previously acquired the Power Stone from planet Xandar, Thanos and his henchmen, Cole Obsidian, Ebony Maw, Proxima Midnight, and Corvus. Corvus Glaive, the Black Order, right, Rob? Yeah. The Black Order. Still racist. Ebony Maw was fucking... He was the best of all of them. He was awesome. Dude, I, think I in fucking the, loved him. I think in the, in the movie they called him the Children of Thanos, though. I don't, yes. I don't know if... The, they did. I didn't yeah. hear Black Order. Did. I didn't think I heard Black Order once. Yeah. Anyway, so they all intercept the ship carrying the survivors of Asgard's destruction. Thor, Loki, Heimdall, and Hulk are powerless to prevent them from extracting the Space Stone from the Tesseract. As Thor is imprisoned, Loki is killed, and Hulk is overpowered by Thanos. Heimdall sends Hulk to Earth using the Bifrost before being killed. Thanos then departs, and his henchmen or with his henchmen, and obliterates the ship. So let's talk about this scene. Uh, first off, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that they killed off a character within the first three minutes. Uh, two characters. Yeah, that was two characters two. within the first three minutes. I was... I, yeah, I, that was real ballsy. Because a lot of people love Loki. Like, I love Loki. Even Hiddleston's probably one of my favorites. I'm a big uh, oh, Heimdall yeah. fan. Like I loved Heimdall. It was just like they killed him. Like, come on. Like, and the, there was a moment later on in the movie where like Thor's like, they killed my best friend. That was his best friend. Heimdall was his best friend, and it's like ah. So, but okay. See, but Heimdall was a key <laughs> part of this movie though, because if he didn't send Hulk to Earth, you know, they would not have been as prepared as they were. So he, you know, Heimdall is the MVP of this movie. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know, it's funny because he used what he said like black, black magic or. Something. Yeah, let the black magic flow through me once more. Yeah, yeah he used, he used like the, pretty much the Bifrost. Which is interesting. I heard somebody, I, it might have been on the Superhero News show, it was another podcast that I heard, and they said something about, like, that that, that, that essentially is a payoff from, from, another, uh, from another scene where Thor comes to Earth, and Loki says, like, oh, the Orfather had to, you know, bust her up some serious black magic to send you here. And it was like it seemed like a joke or something like that, but apparently that's like totally legit. They can both do that shit. Hmm. Yeah. Which I didn't. See, I was unaware of. To me, Loki's death was the most hard one. It was very brutal. It was that was real because he like snap. He like chokes him and then snap like snaps his neck. And it was like, oh god. I was like, I, oh. I think I. I love that. I, like, oh, <laughs> I love that before Loki go- dies, though he gets one last quip in on Thanos. Yeah, he tried, man. I gotta get yeah, I, he, He's being choked to death, and he just goes, "You'll never be a god." <laughs> yeah, I love it. 
<laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that was an intense scene. Yeah, it was, man. Like, and then like the look on Thor's face. Oh. Yeah, and I yeah, that was brutal. Whenever Thor's reaction, but then I like how Thanos completely called Loki's bluff when he was like, "Go ahead, kill him," and he starts squeezing mm-hmm. Thor's skull, and then Loki's like, "Okay, don't kill him. Wait." Right. Yeah. Well, he, was, I, like, he was like putting that thing into his head, like the stone into the side of his head. It was like dissolving his face. Yeah. Thor took some major beatings in this movie, man. Like from the from the. Thor has gotten the shitty end of the. You want to years. talk about major beatings, dude? Hulk. I think Hulk took the, the biggest beating, and that was right in the beginning of the movie, also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just stomped his ass. Like I could not believe how even without he didn't even use. I mean, we, somebody made a good point. He did have the power stone at that point, so his strength is enhanced quite a bit due to having the power stone. So that had to have been what it was. You know what I mean? Because I don't think I don't I think a base think... form Thanos would not destroy Hulk that easily. I think yeah, no, no Infinity Stones, Thanos still would still would probably manhandle the Hulk pretty hard. Yeah, but not like that. I think not even like not, not quite as bad, but he would still manhandle him. <laughs> right, right. But he he basically Hulk to Loki him in that scene. Oh yeah, he he like like Hulk looked beat up. That's like the first time we've ever seen Hulk look like bloody and beat up. Like it was crazy. I was like, wow. Like yeah, that oh, set dude. the pace for Thanos for pretty much the rest of the movie. Like, yeah, I can whoop Hulk's ass by myself. Like, he didn't even say that once. Like, if I was fucking Banner, I would have came to Earth and be like, he kicked my ass, like, with his fists. I can't <laughs> even bring the Hulk Banner. back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the he Hulk scared the Hulk right out of him. I can't blame him, though. You know, the Hulk's never been beat like that. So for him, I, I understand why he was like, no. Those scenes were funny, yeah. though. When he, Every time he tried, it was, uh, it was cracking me up, like. Okay. Yeah, they did give the CGI on those scenes too. Yeah, I guess there's a fun fact over here. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So in the beginning of the movie, when the Black Order, Ebony Maw, and Cole Obsidian arrive in New York to attain the Time Gem, Tony Stark insults Ebony Maw by calling him Squidward. But in the French dub of the film, they had Tony Stark calling him Voldemort. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> the development because he kind of looks like old Voldy. With the nose, the nose is exactly the same. Yeah. That's funny. That's so fucking weird, dude. It's interesting. All right, Voldemort. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Lane, keep going. I'm trying to add John to the call. Oh, yeah. But uh, uh, that first scene, that, like, that's where we, you know, we first saw Ebony Maw really doing what he can do. Like, he's, he's a telepath I mean, or whatever, you know, and he, uh, but he does it with such ease. Like, he barely even, like, he looks like he's barely even trying. And it's just crazy how much he can control. He's very powerful. Yeah, I, I, he was actually probably my favorite new character oh, uh, in, in the film. Oh yeah, I have to agree with that 100. percent He was the best of the children, in my opinion. Like the big, yeah. the big bulky one was pretty cool. You know, the one with the big old scythe. I can't even remember. Uh, Cole Obsidian. The girl, the girl to me was pointless. I didn't. She was stupid. I didn't like yeah. her. No, she was lame. And the guy with the the other guy with the other staff, the smaller guy that was uh, kept trying to pry out the stone out of Vision's head. He he was kind of. In the in between for me, he wasn't like useless, but he wasn't like that awesome. I think we got him in here. I'm here. Hi, John. I'm here. Hi. I made it. <laughs> we are in spoiler country now, actually. Oh, we are. <laughs> that, that perfect timing. I'm, I'm here yes. for the right, right thing. <laughs> All right, so we're joined here by John Horsley of the Spoiler Country podcast. Um, now, unfortunately, he missed the he missed it 
while we were talking about the non-spoiler reviews and all that stuff, but um, who, whoever was talking, if you want to go ahead and finish your thought, then we can get some stuff from John. No, uh, John, uh, I, I'm done. Uh, what do you want to say about the first scene of that movie on the ship with uh, when Thor beats up Hulk, uh, kills Loki, Heimdall, etc.? you have anything to say about that? Well, for me, I didn't, I didn't expect him to kill Heimdall in that scene, honestly. I was expecting Heimdall to last for a little longer than that. He's yes, same. Me. Yeah. Like, completely shocked me. And when they killed Loki, I was... Honestly, I thought, hey, they're... Uh, it, it was uh, going to be one of his uh, shadow references or his body doubles, but it doesn't look like that was the case. No, it was not the case. Because <laughs> even he said... Uh, Thanos even said, he goes, you're not going to resurrect from this one or whatever. Yeah, no more resurrect. Oh, my God, dude. I was like, no... And like that man, they did it. That, the makeup they put on him too to have it look like he was like choked to death was amazing. Like they did a good job on that scene. Oh, his his eyes bulging out was amazing. It looked realistic. I was like, oh god, oh god. Yeah. And then Thor and Thor's reaction, you know, I got to give it to him. He he did a good job at like reacting like that. Like, ugh. Oh yeah, that whole that whole opening scene was dropping you into the dropping you into the frame of fight is amazing. I think it was the best opening scene of almost any movie I've ever seen. Like, it was, it, like, that is how you bring people into a movie, right there. Like, that is the, right. the fucking epitome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved how it just picked up right after Ragnarok. Just like, like, ten minutes later, there we are, let's get into it, don't waste any time. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, shit, man. All right. So, we're moving forward, then, to the next thing here. What are you eating, Deej? Oh, sorry. I was eating a candy bar. It was delicious. <laughs> what kind? What kind? Uh, it was a uh, Hershey's Gold. Nice. Those are delicious. Yes, sir. Peanuts and pretzels. Oh, those yeah. are good. Oh, my God. I love them. All right. Anyway. So, the Hulk. He crash lands in the Sanctum Sanctorum in New York City. He reverts... Do you the think Do you think that Heimdall sent him right there on purpose, or was that chance? It is on purpose. It was 100% on purpose. He can see where yeah. everyone in the universe is at at all times. That was I, I figured. Yeah, I mean, I just, it, just, it was just crazy to me. I was like, wow, right there. Like, he didn't send him to Tony. He didn't send him to fucking one of the Avengers. He sent him to somebody that he's never even met. I, I think it I, yeah, I think it may uh, you could guess maybe Thor and Heimdall talked about finding the one stone with, with Doctor Strange and something like that from Ragnarok. So enough, maybe that's enough. like send it to somebody who has a stone so they can hide that stone type of thing. Yeah, like let him be the first person to find out what's happening kind of thing so he can get prepared. Okay, yeah, that makes okay. a lot of sense. It's easier for Doctor Strange to find Stark than it is for Stark to find Doctor Strange, I guess. So that makes yeah, that yeah. helps too. Okay. All right, anyway. All right. So uh whoops. Hold on. So, yeah, it reverts, it reverts the Hulk back to Bruce Banner. He warns Stephen Strange and Wong about Thanos, um, or Thanos' plan to kill half of the life in the universe. In response, uh, Strange recruits Tony Stark um, to, to help out. This, now, this scene was ridiculous. I, like, having them meet for the first time, and Tony's, Tony's uh, what's the, like, hesitance, I guess, was very so interesting. Hesitant. Are you really gonna reserved. land? Are you really gonna reserved. lean on a one million year old pot or whatever he fucking said? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, he's right, always extremely hesitant, but it, it's very interesting. So, um, not long after this, uh, Ebony Maw and Obsidian arrive to retrieve the Time Stone from Doctor Strange after a battle, which was dope. Peter Parker, you know, uh, and and this is where you get Peter Parker and his spider sense, which is the first time, evidently, that we've seen this that we thought anyway. 
At yeah, least from uh, I like how he told as, uh, Ned, how he told Ned that he needs a distraction. He's like, Sip, we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Perfect distraction. The distraction was what it was. Like that was right. Funny. And I'm glad that we had not- the. Uh, the uh, fucking San Lee cameo out of the way at the beginning, you know what I mean? Because, like, to, you know, get that funny part out of the way, you know, get it done, it was perfect, and then, like, the rest of the movie can just focus on that, like... Yeah, that's... that's what I was talking to my one buddy about, that that how they got the cameo, usually they wait a while, but they got the cameo done so early so they could focus on the insane story that was about to happen. Right, because it would have been unfeasible for him to be anywhere else, so it was kind of perfect that he that was just right yes. there done. I thought we were going to get another Stanley cameo at the end scene with everyone oh, yeah. here. Like, I really oh, thought yeah. that. I thought we were going to get that, and I wasn't ready for it. That would have been one hell of a way to tell <laughs> Stanley died. They would have been like, they would have like, had him die, but then like, they're like, rest in peace, Stanley, at the end. I'm like, what? They <laughs> kept it on Facebook for that long? <laughs> no, they're Disney, man. They do what they want. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but. Uh, I totally fucking keep losing words. So after battling, including Peter Parker, Maw Captain Strange, Stark and Parker pursue Maw's spaceship while Banner contacts Steve Rogers. Yeah, so this shit, this shit was really, really crazy. When when Spider-Man joins the fight, dude. Okay, I need to talk about something. Fucking, I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but Iron Man's suit in this movie was absolutely dope as fuck. Oh, it was awesome. The Iron Spider man. was sick, dude. Bleeding edge, was it bleeding edge armor or something like that? Oh my god, I dude, loved it. Was it was tits. It was so tits. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, the iron, the iron spider was fucking awesome. That too. No, no, no. I lo- oh, yeah, the iron spider for sure. We're talking fucking about iron, iron spider. Uh, like you, you really get to see a lot of it when he's fighting Thanos later in the movie, and that shit was what he was like. He he probably did the best, you know, stands uh, fucking uh, Doctor Strange, but for being just a guy in a suit, man, he fucking was getting him. I mean, he's Dude, still, I've like, never seen Iron Man fight so badass before. Like, no. No, no, that no, yeah, he Iron definitely Man. did fantastic in Thanos, but I think Thor probably did the best. Oh well, Thor was the toughest in the whole movie. I mean, well, he's well, Thor. Yeah. <laughs> right, he's a god yeah. of thunder. You know, it's kind of insane. But going back to I like how hammers. Going back to when Spider-Man really showed up and Thor just stopped that hammer. Right. Yeah, yeah, they touched on that a lot, which is nice. See, I I guess that's another issue I have with the movie with Storm, the Stormbringer. That that is a Beta Ray Bill's weapon at first, but so that's just yeah. weird to me. Which but I'm they, really curious if they're gonna bring Beta Ray Bill into the MCU. I think that'd be awesome. It would be. I don't know if they will though. Now I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know how they're gonna do that. And they probably won't. To, that's, that's probably just a nod to it. Yeah, they probably won't bring him in. That's probably just like saying you know a nod to the fans of of the weapon for him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because he was part have of a Easter egg for him in Thor Ragnarok. He was thought, part of Planet Hulk. Yeah, I thought they did. I think they I did. I, I want to be. I'm not 100 percent on that, but but That's yeah. So that shit is fucking crazy. Like the, the this fight when when Peter Parker finally shows up, and or I mean even in general in that first very that very first scene when you see the bleeding edge armor and like and like Bruce Banner's like what the fuck is this shit, dude? Like this is awesome. <laughs> He's like yeah, it's nanotech. You like it? Like the way it was coming onto him though, it was like slowly just encasing his body. I was like oh yeah. And then oh, he like that... fucking gets that like that that single beam cannon thing, dude. That shit was dope. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I loved it. I was like, that is so fucking... And I've never... I, not that I'm not a fan of Iron Man, but he just usually doesn't do anything all that spectacular. Except when he... No, he just came to get a lot of poo-poo on his pee-pee. <laughs> God. That's one way to put it. That was exactly what I was thinking. He took the words right out of my mouth, actually. I think uh, one of Iron Man's best quips in that, in that movie is in that spider 
too when he tells him he's embarrassing him in front of the wizards. Yeah, embarrassing that was good. Embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Well, Peter's okay. still a kid, so it's funny. Like, well, see, this, this is the scene I was talking about earlier. I said I want to talk about uh, if Doctor Strange fought Ebony Maw the way that he fought Thanos towards the end. Uh, Ebony Maw would not have captured Doctor Strange. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. I don't know why he was holding back so much. I think I mean, he underestimated. Hubris? Yeah, that too. He's like, I'm the freaking uh, Sorcerer Supreme. I don't need to try that hard for this guy. But apparently he yeah. did. <laughs> Dude, Moss' powers were so utterly effortless. And, it, oh my god. Yeah, he just like stood there with his hand behind his back and just like, zoop. Like, it was so, it was like very Super Saiyan 2 Gohan, like, where he like, like, he barely tries, but he's like destroying everybody. Yeah. I think it... I also love their uh, their little speech whenever they show up to Earth for the first time. Yeah. I mean, just like <laughs> I don't, I don't remember exactly how it starts out, but he just like it's uh, like welcome and rejoice for Thanos is coming. Like. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, that was like yeah, Tony's like Earth is closed or whatever he says. You can go Earth ahead is... and get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Earth is closed. This is very interesting, but I love when Spider Man shows up and then and then you see all the. All the little, like, like, uh, what do you want to call them? The little portals that the, the, the guy, fucking Doctor Strange and Wong, they open them up and shit. Yeah. Right. And they're just sending people yeah. all over the place, and, like, that fucking taxi falls through, and then you get, like, the Hulk. Dude, the Hulk trying to, Bruce Banner trying to summon the Hulk was hilarious. Yeah, it was. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I absolutely loved it. He's having a little Hulk, bit of stage right there, huh? And then when the Hulk was like, no, he's like, what do you mean, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean, no? There's He's like, are you staying back? Very interesting. Funny. But I knew immediately. It was very obvious to me that it was because he was uh, he just got an ass whooping. Right. The Hulk's never experienced anything like that before, of course. No. He would be fucking horrified. He's only got the mind of a two-year-old. Like, There's one other thing I don't get, too. The whole premise of like Ragnarok was that he was the Hulk for, what, two years? And then uh, Banner didn't remember a single thing in that whole two years, right? But yet he remembers everything that happened with Thanos on that ship. Why? How is that? I think I think that was a more significant thing than anything in those two years. I, I also think that that Ragnarok did a lot for Bruce Banner and the Hulk and understanding one another because the relationship that they have in Infinity War, like they're they're conversing with each other essentially, like they're talking right. with each other now. So I think that Ragnarok had a little more impact on <coughs> their relationship. So when he is the Hulk, he does remember now, and I think that's right. kind of what's happening. Because he's kind of like uh, throughout the Marvel universe that we've seen in the last ten years, like there's times where he will remember. Like in the Avengers, they seem to they seem to recollect quite a bit, and then in, like he's like digressing. I think Hulk has a lot of control over what Banner remembers. How? Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. I think we're getting dangerously close to a Gray Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> something. I, I would love to see some uh, some of the different aspects of the Incredible Hulk in those movies. I, I still want to see a She Hulk at some point. Maybe. I, yeah. But, oh yeah, so Strange gets captured, and, and, like, he just, like, ties him up. Dude, like, that cape is badass. <laughs> yeah, the cape kills every scene it's in. It was all, it got him right out of there, and he was, like, just flying away. He's like, get the, get the wizard, and, and Spider-Man's like, on it! <laughs> and then, like, there's this fucking banner just trying not to die. Like, it was so funny, and he's dodging shit. And... We, lost, we lost John momentarily, but he said he'll be back. He said he had really shitty service or something, so whatever. Uh, okay. 
But all right, so where are we at here? On the uh, ship. On the ship? Oh no, Maw captures Doctor Strange. Yeah, Stark and Parker pursue Maw's spaceship while Banner contacts Steve Rogers. So it was also really cool that uh, even though, um, even though Tony said that him and Captain America weren't really talking, they weren't on talking bases or whatever, and then Banner says, oh, well, it doesn't need to be on talking base. Thanos is coming, dude. Like, fuck off with that. Call him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Petty, damn it. He uh, had the phone on him, though. That's impressive. Like, at least he fucking... He knew he was prepared enough to carry that flip phone with him. Right. You know, did here's the thing. I don't know if Banner actually contacted Steve Rogers because it doesn't make sense the way that they they reintrodu- they're reintroduced to each other uh, later on in the movie. It seems like they weren't expecting to see Banner, and Banner wasn't expecting to see them. So right. I know he I know he picks up the phone, but you never see him call. So uh, to me, it's did he call? Did, did he not? Like that. That's one of those issues that i had with the movie one of the few but it's one issue that i had because it if he did call you would expect the the reintroduction of them meeting each other again to be different than the way it turned out so right and you know and then you figured he would have said something to black widow and she looked very surprised exactly like that's why what i mean like everything just that didn't play right to to me but yeah that makes a lot of sense actually and then this is also the scene where we first see the the iron spider suit and he's like really 17a or whatever he said and it came up and like he put it on. Oh my god, that was fucking spectacular. The fucking iron spider. I was gonna say, Colton, were you fangirling? Uh fuck yeah, I was. <laughs> he was fangirling like crazy. He was like elbowing me, like holy shit. Uh, you, my girlfriend, punched the other, did, the dude sitting in front of us in the back of the head. It was crazy. <laughs> I started jizzing on everybody in front row, just like oh my fucking god. I jizzed on my own face. I couldn't even control it. <laughs> Yeah, it's I was like, like fireman my, hose. The girl I was on a date with, I was like squeezing her hand and I was like grabbing DJ's shirt and I was like, motherfucker, yeah! I was so happy, man. I, I was giggling like a schoolgirl. Like, there's not even girls at that movie that were giggling like me. I was like, fuck. See, I, I, <laughs> I, I like... girls giggle like you. I liked seeing the Iron <laughs> Spider suit, but I felt that it was underutilized. I, I really feel that, it, that there, we should have seen it more. And then my problem with the Iron Spider suit is with the next Spider-Man movie... He's not going to have it. Why the hell not? Like, once you have that suit, why would you not use it anymore? So that's, I, I would never not use that suit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's valid. So, you know, so, I'm going to go back to this cloth suit. <laughs> it's more conventional. Awesome. It breathes more. doesn't strangle my balls. <laughs> yeah, but it has, it has to have internal cooling. Like, you know, it's like a, it has to have some AC in there, like Iron, Iron Man suit. Intercooler. <laughs> I might. Yeah, I, uh, you think I, I just looked cool. Has a bathroom in it? <laughs> Probably, I'd imagine. Yeah, they talk. They talk about it in Iron Man Two whenever he's drunk on the stage, and he's like, "People ask me how to go to the bathroom in the suit." I'm and then peeing he, right now. Yeah, and he's like, just like that. Just like that. It probably has a butt flap. <laughs> like those under, like those old school pajamas that like you unbutton them and they just flap. Yeah, but in reality, it's just two little buttons, and he unbuttons it, and it just falls down. <laughs> <laughs> That's his weakness right there, his asses. People just don't know. <laughs> just fire as many hot dogs as you can at it. <laughs> Is that, that from that meme that you sent on the fucking yeah. messenger? <laughs> A little callback there. <laughs> but yeah, the scene but seeing the suit for the first time was awesome. Like it just looked so vibrant and cool. Like it looked real. Like it like that's more where the special effects just came in and looked spectacular to me. Like yeah. Alright, so uh in Scotland, Midnight and Glaive ambush Wanda Maximoff and Vision. 
Before you move on, before you move on here, this is interesting because this is the first time that I mean, we we got hints of it in Civil War, but this is the first time we actually see the relationship between Vision and and Wanda, (laughs) Uh, because you know people always question like he's an android, you know, like how is he gonna have a relationship with a human like you know it, it didn't make sense but they they were doing it like they literally were having a relationship they were in love they found the love. dragon balls yo so girls, girls have relationships with vibrators <laughs> he's just a glorified vibrator that can cuddle you do you think if she Not rubs wrong. the 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 infinity stone on his head he vibrates more probably <laughs> flicks like, the like nipple prostate <laughs> it's like it's like daddy needs a milking <laughs> 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 but I, I, I mean, I imagine so. I, he, I wonder if he can increase the density of his penis only. Can you imagine? <laughs> God damn! I, mean, I, I bet he probably has immense. Uh, I don't. I don't know. We, he he was supposed to fight in this movie, so we'll never know. He has a tiny ass dick. It's like you guys made me a fucking robot, but I got a little ass dick. <laughs> I feel your pain, Viz. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I can But like, and to be to go back to the cyborg Krillin, Krillin and eight, eighteen thing. She was actually a human that was turned into a robot, so she has a vagina. Yeah, Colton. So yeah, Colton. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll go over here and fuck myself real quick. <laughs> All right, I think you can Okay, so yeah, uh, Glaive, Midnight and Glaive ambush Wanda Maximoff and Vision. Robert Rogers, Natasha Romanoff, and Sam Wilson rescue them, and they take... Man, that, Sam that was such a badass scene. That's the but, scene that, that gave me chills. Right when Steve that, shows up, they play the Avengers theme. I was like, holy yeah. fuck. That's what's... You know, yeah, what's and then the, the, the go train goes by, and then you just see the silhouette of him, and it's like, oh, man, that's dope. I think I, I, think I made this exact sound. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I got a. He looks dope with that beard. Like he look. He. I love the way he looked in this movie. I oh, love 100%. that he got all star spangled. Oh yeah. Oh, but fucking. But but what's funny to me about this scene is that Maximov and Vision, two of the most powerful people on this team, were rescued by three humans. But one had a beard. See, right. Matt. Wanda, Wanda could have taken them. If Wanda yeah. didn't have to worry about Vision, she could have taken them. But Vision should have been able to take I them too. Afraid of her power. Uh, they nerfed them both tough. I think they like Vision and, and the Scarlet Witch together should have been easily been able to take those two guys easily. Yeah. But whatever. Well, but, I know, think the, the fact that Vision come. gets, I think the fact that Vision gets stabbed right off the bat and realizes that really, he can't phase, I think yeah. that mind fucked him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He he, he got his will kind of got. Uh, that's the first time he ever felt vulnerable. Yeah, that's I think a good point. I feel like, and that that's probably set the course for him for the rest of the movie. And he was also never not injured from that point on. He was always hurt. yeah, yeah, because he couldn't heal himself because of whatever that spear was. I wish they would have elaborated on that more because all he said was, "After I got hit by that spear, I couldn't phase." But then they didn't explain why. They, you know, like what the hell was that even spear even made of? Does anybody, does any of you guys know, like the the, the premise behind that? I'm not sure personally. I don't know much about the Black Order. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be honest, like. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big blank spot for me. Yeah, like at least explain why one of the most powerful Avengers was kind of taken down a peg. Yeah, at least want a little bit of an explanation. But whatever. Whatever. All right, so, let's see here. 
So who's who's Sam Wilson? Am I not? Sam, Sam Wilson's Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Falcon. Okay. All right. So they rescue them, and then they take. Is this nerd talk lips or what? What the? Fuck? I just couldn't remember his name. <laughs> Um, so they take shelter in, J- in James Rhodes at, with James Rhodes at the new Avengers facility. Vision offers to sacrifice himself by having Maximoff destroy the Mind Stone in his forehead to keep Thanos from retrieving it. Roger suggests that they travel to Wakanda, which he believes has the resources to remove the stone without destroying Vision because Shuri is fucking dope. Right, real quick, another... I was going to say real quick here to, to go back to why uh, Vision was able to be cut by that. Basically, just looking up on, on Wikipedia, Corvus Glaive uh, has, a, has enhanced strength, speed, and durability and endurance, and he uses a bladed pike, which can cut through anything, and that's all it says. So wow. in the comics, it has been it was like that, so that's that's probably why it worked. It's just that awesome of a weapon. That's pretty yeah. much what it is. That's cool. I mean, hey, whatever. I mean, but, I, mean I, I wouldn't put it past him to have that kind of weapon, though. It's Thanos, you know, and so it's not unrealistic that he would have a weapon that could affect uh, vision. So, But my only issue with this, I, I, I don't believe that in the comment. I don't think that the Scarlet Witch can destroy a an Infinity Stone. I, I couldn't I, tell either. I, I think she, Didn't her power come from that stone? In the movies, in, in the movies the yeah, it's not in the comics. She's right, the daughter, but in the movies, her power came from that stone. Yes, yeah, so th- that's, that's what makes me understand, is that like since she was born of said stone, then she right, her power the stone. the same... But in the comic book, she's just a mutant. So like, that's, what, right. that's, what, that's where they kind of fucked that up in Ultron for me. They, like, her and Quicksilver were created by this fucking stone by Ultron, but... Or whatever, I think they but, fucked it up in Ultron when they killed Quicksilver. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was a bitch in that movie. Yeah, and he really shouldn't be like at all. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, if you haven't seen Ultron by now, then you are in the wrong. <laughs> the movie came out four years ago. Spoiler. You're on the wrong podcast if you haven't seen that movie by now. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's go ahead and just skip the Age of Ultron one. We're just going to go ahead and just watch everything else. You fucking idiots. Uh, that when, in that movie, though, when Quicksilver grabs Thor's hammer, though, that's funny as shit. But that's, yeah, I just got to say that real quick. It's been a while. Or <laughs> she can't affect me for I am mighty. Hammer. <laughs> I love All it. Right. <laughs> okay, so well that scene, well that when they were fighting, she was throwing like she was I mean when she hit them with her blast, they were fucking flying, man. Like you know, she was hitting them with like Dragon Ball Z blast kind of thing. Like she was like throwing her energy at them. Boosh. It was pretty cool. They didn't utilize her like they could have, but it was still pretty dope. Yeah. And then man, when when Captain America shows up, man, he kicks some ass. Like he didn't even have his shield. He he was probably up until the end with Thor was probably the most badass character to me in that movie oh, until yeah. Thor at the end and then Thor just fucking that was it. Right. I mean, yeah, Thor was the most badass all because he's Thor. But like, if I had to, if I had to give it to anybody, I would say Iron Man. Just the way that you know, like him just being a human in a suit, like Thor, you would expect Thor to be able to hurt Thanos. You know what I mean? That's expected, but. Because for Iron Man to accomplish what he did, I know even he says, "Oh, all that just for one speck of blood." Like he didn't really do anything, but it was still badass. But he also told Tony that he earned his respect. So yeah, pretty fucking huge. Oh, definitely huge. Like you know, Thanos is practically a god. You know, a Titan, whatever. He'll never be a god according to Loki. But he, I don't know. But this scene, that that this scene was okay. This Vision and Scarlet Witch scene, and but when they showed up, was like. and that spear got taken out of his hand, though, when they were like, going up and, like, Cap was holding it, and it just pulls out of his hand. He's like, fuck. Like, the look on his face was fucking funny to me. Like, I loved it. 
Yeah, it was it was pretty. It was it was like quick comedy that you could have missed if you weren't paying attention. That's, they did that long yeah. time ago. Like they added comedy that wasn't like it wasn't like blatantly just trying to bring jokes. It was it was the way the characters would act, but it was still funny. Like when with the way Iron Man was reacting to how Drax was being, because like how stupid Drax is and how smart Tony is. That's exactly how they'd react, but it was still funny. Like it wasn't a comedic scene, but it was funny to us because we know, you know, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Right. Moron. Rocket Raccoon is killed. Cracks me up every time. I love Rocket. <laughs> so I love whenever that, he's talking to. Sorry, I love when he's talking to uh, Bucky, and he was he's trying to get the arm, and he was like, "How am I gonna get that arm? I'm gonna get that arm." <laughs> he's like, "How much for the gun? It's not for sale. How about the arm?" Yeah. And he just walks away. <laughs> Dude, how about when fucking uh, Thor put that eye in for the first time? That shit was so funny. It, it was just like I would have watched like, that. Mad Eye movie shit, man. <laughs> It's like I, he's like I put that in my a- boom. That was funny, but that was cool. He had like I believe I've seen things where he has two different colored eyes. I think like that was that. That was I don't know. I feel like that's some shout out to something. Does didn't his didn't Odin have two different colored eyes, or am I thinking of something else? I thought he had two. Different You're two eyes. different color eyes. <laughs> no, I, I think you might be right. I think I think Odin originally did have two different colored eyes. Maybe that was that was just like a, a paying homage to his to to Odin in that scene, which was well, that really pushing towards Thor becoming the new All Father, right? Mm-hmm. They pretty much killed everybody. Like, is there, are there even any freaking uh, Asgardians left after that? Yeah, that's the thing that you know, going back to the beginning, because wasn't Valkyrie on that ship at the end of Ragnarok? Wasn't yeah? Like, there was a there was a lot of people on that ship after Ragnarok that you know were big parts of of that movie and. They're just not there. Did they die? Did they get away? Like, what happened? Yeah, they didn't even show Valkyrie at all. Or that rock guy. Yeah, for, his name is 100% wow. Valkyrie's dead. Like, I liked Valkyrie. She's a badass. She I like the first time you see her in Thor Ragnarok when she falls drunk off the ship. <laughs> yeah. And she does that dope shit with the ship. That shit was awesome. Yeah. Right. But, well, didn't he say that... Wasn't the ship cut in half? I know he, he said, well, Thor said he killed half my crew. He specifically said that in the movie, but where the hell are the other half? I right. mean, here, here's something to think about. Here's some food for thought. At the end of Thor Ragnarok, when the, when the, like the post credit scene or whatever. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't, they didn't like implicitly say that that was, there was only Thor and Loki in there. It could have been days after the end of like since Asgard was destroyed, so for all we know, Korg and fucking Valkyrie left. Like, point for some yeah. reason or another. Point. Yeah, like you know what I mean. It, it, it was under. I understood it to be not the not immediately after. Maybe it could have been later that night or whatever. We don't really know. But yeah, there was no premise to say. There was nothing to say that how long. Yeah, it was. but for. Like, first of all, it looked like both of them had gotten a shower, which obviously could have been that night or whatever. But like, you know, maybe it was a couple days later. Like, both Korg and Valkyrie probably had other shit to do. Like, probably went back to fucking. Scrap I don't think Korg showers. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not necessarily. Yeah, erosion. Sure. <laughs> Eroding beneath you. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's some food for thought. Maybe it was a couple days later. You know, or maybe. Hours later, who the fuck knows? Oh, but that is something Marvel would do, though. Like, like it's like, oh, you have questions? Oh, yeah, it was days. Oh, yeah, okay. right. 
All right. So anyway, fast Thanks forward. For Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy are are just they're just going all over the place. Um, they respond to a distress call from an Asgardian ship, and they all think they're going to get some some mula mula out of this, so they're going to go and check it out. So they end up rescuing Thor, who just smacks into the front of the ship. He smudges. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I think it is fucking hysterical to hear Groot go, I am Groot. Like, yeah, yeah teenage <laughs> angsty is yeah. like, my favorite thing of all time. Oh my god, it's so funny. Emo Groot from the uh, at the end of Guardians 2 where they were did the after credit scene where it showed all the Groots. Like, he was like emo in his emo face. He goes, I am Groot. <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they, they get Thor on the ship, and he um, surmises Thanos, or surmises that Thanos seeks the Reality Stone, which is in possession of the Collector out on Nowhere, and that means... Dude, that was some genius deducing, man. Yes. Absolute oh, genius deducing on, on Thor's part. Right. So Rocket and Groot accompany Thor to, I don't know how to pronounce this, but Nita Valir? Nita Valir? Yeah, that's it. Nidavellir. Okay. Before we go there, um, I just want to touch on how uh, super gay Drax was with Thor. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a god <laughs> in a man's body, or whatever the fuck he was saying. Man. So, a god this, is is an not angel. A, this is not a dude. You're a dude. This is a man. <laughs> You're a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all oh, dudes. We're doing some all that, uh, some uh, good burger shit. Some Ken Heenan and Kel. <laughs> yeah, this is dude. A man. Stop stroking his muscles. <laughs> that was so. That whole scene was funny. And he then, goes, he's like, hey, I love that, how he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna get a bowflex. I'm gonna get a bowflex in here. <laughs> and Drax is like pointing to his neck and like he is kind of putting on a little double chin there. He was. And, like, Chris, he looks more uh, like he did in uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, Chris Pratt um, imitating. Thor by trying to... Oh, yeah, dude. That was just fucking hilarious, too. Are, are you going to do your voice, people? <laughs> He's copying me. <laughs> and then Jack's like, yeah, I love how is. whenever him, they, they meet up with Iron Man later, and he says how he met Thor, and he was like, yeah, you know, not really attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little, little. That's the only... I love it. Dude. I love it so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, All the interactions of this movie was awesome. Like, I can't think of one bad interaction, like... Uh, in a crossover like it was all perfection i love it right <laughs> this is my there's another friend. one later that that cracks me the fuck up but we haven't got, i don't think we got that far yet mm-hmm. i don't know it's whenever they're on the ship when they decide to go to titan instead of going back to earth uh-huh. and dr strange is like who is this and he's just like i'm uh, peter oh. or whatever what's your name He's like Doctor Strange. He's like, oh, we're using our made-up names. I'm Superman. Or I'm Spider-Man. Superman. I'm Superman. Oh, <laughs> Wrong universe. <laughs> oh gosh. He's got out of here. I was having a whole conversation with Robert earlier about Superman. Okay, yeah, blame Robert. Yep. Yep, my what fault. the hell did Bob ever do? Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here in the corner with me, fucking ourselves. <laughs> oh, Deej. I know. I love you. At least I didn't call Firestorm the Human Torch. Okay, okay. Want to get there? <laughs> Same difference. You just called Spider-Man Superman, so that's pretty much worse. Yeah, Speak, I know. Speaking of the, uh, I just remember Drax whenever he sees Thor, and he was like, "It's like a pirate and a what do you say? A pirate, a pirate and angel had a baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a pirate and angel had a baby. 
Because he had the eye patch. That's funny. <laughs> okay, where are we at? Fucking Drax, dude. I like that. That's what I like about Drax because he keeps his—he speaks to his mind all the time. And like, he's like, "Who are you?" He goes, "She is the daughter of Thanos." And she's like, "Fuck! I didn't want him to know that." I'm like, <laughs> damn it, Drax! Shut the fuck up. I—I <laughs> I like that scene too when Thor finds out, you know, that she's the daughter of Thanos, and instead of being angry about it, he's like, "Family sucks." I understand. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, like my brother once sucks. turned into a snake because he knows I love snakes. And then he bit me, or whatever he said. And then he was like, and then he went, yeah, it's me, and stabbed me in the chest. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, DJ. That's how that movie should have ended. A snake should have just popped up and stabbed Thanos in the chest, and it was really Loki. <laughs> like, motherfucker, you can't kill me. I am a god. Or the, whenever uh, they're uh, going to, whenever we left off with like the hypnosis and everything about how they was going to nowhere to get the reality stone and Gamora stabs him in the neck. My my buddy was like, "That's Thanos' weakness, the jugular vein." He was like, "Why don't they just stab him in the jugular?" <laughs> yeah, because I killed him once, so kill him again. Yeah, that's what I love it when because he, he walks up, he's like, "That was fast." <laughs> I was like, "No, he has the reality stone." It was I, I like I was like, "There's no way," but anyway. DJ, what right, are you reading? So they traveled to Nidavellir to retrieve a weapon capable of killing Thanos. Um, there, they... Uh, what the fuck is that? Atri? Uh, they create Stormbreaker. This is uh, Peter Dinklage. I could, I, could not, I, I could not stop laughing. Peter Dinklage is a giant midget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the fact that they made him a giant dwarf cracks me the fuck up. Like, he still looked like his regular midget self with his little legs and his big-ass booty. You know, <laughs> but he was you know taller than everybody that else. To him and they were like, they were, they were like, Peter, we have the perfect role for you in the Marvel Universe. You're going to play a dwarf. And Dinklage was like, are you fucking serious? Like, but no, so, listen, you're really fucking tall. And Peter Dinklage was like, oh, I could get down with that. <laughs> like, the way he sat down, too, was exactly how he sat down in Game of Thrones. Like, he just, like, sat down like a midget does. And, like, I was just like, what the... F-? It was so... I couldn't... It took... I could not stop laughing. Like, I was the only person laughing in the fucking theater. Like, like I couldn't stop. It was fucking hilarious. Absolutely funny. All right, I gotta add, I'm adding John back to this. He just asked me to add him back. Let's see. I'm back. Oh, wait. I'm oh back. hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I was able to join the call. We were just talking about how funny Peter Dinklage looked as a giant. I don't need you to do it for me. Oh, God, that was great. <laughs> that was great. It was so funny. All the right, theater so I was yeah, in, so that happened, was just roaring with laughter. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stop laughing, man. It was fucking hilarious. What the hell is happening? But, uh... Oh, Alright, so, anyway, so, yeah, so they wanted, they were gonna create Stormbreaker and Enchantment. We're kind of jumping, we're jumping ahead way tough. Yeah, because that happens after they go back to nowhere. That happens after the nowhere scene, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It just like they're just jumping ahead right here, but yeah, they, they go. Like, I mean, they just take the most relevant information, I suppose. Right. Throw them into these summaries. I didn't write this or anything, but. But yeah, so they they want to do that. They want to. Dude, this shit was crazy shit. Like whenever, I mean, I I miss what happened to him. I don't know what I was doing, but I miss what happened to that guy. Why his hands were. Oh, Thanos did it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he Thanos did told him crazy. that his hands belonged to Thanos forever. Yeah, because he, he killed all of his brothers, and he only him only let him survive because he created the weapon for him or created the gauntlet for him. But he didn't he want him to, be able to create anything else. Your hands are mine. 
Okay, yeah. now what do we make of this other gauntlet that they found sitting there? No, that was just that was just the uh, mold for the original gauntlet. It's going to come into play for next movie because, and then we're jumping ahead here, but at the end of this movie, the gauntlet is destroyed. When he snaps his fingers, the gauntlet is destroyed. So they need to get another gauntlet, and that's what's going to happen. They're going to go back there. They're going to get another mold. Whether it's the Avengers or Thanos or somebody, that's what's going to happen. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> okay, well, I've said it. That okay. makes sense, but like they they created the original gauntlet though that Thanos was wearing. That that was just the mold for it. But they're probably going to go there to create another one, like Bob said. And I said it first though. Lane, Bullshit. Said it. <laughs> no, I give credit to Bob. Bob takes credit. <laughs> Good thing I totally told him when we were showering together last night. <laughs> what? I'm try on my Infinity. Whoa. I just, like, while we're talking what? about Infinity Gauntlets, when I went to the movie theater, there was this big dude there with an Infinity Gauntlet on, and I almost mugged him to take it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, That's I told him, I was like, I was like, if you keep standing near me, I'm taking that gauntlet home. You should have got a couple of your friends to try to rip it off of his hand and, like, just videotape it. It would look just like the scene when Spider-Man and Iron Man were ripping it off of Thanos. <laughs> a Superman and Iron Man, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. I yeah. forgot. Fuck me, right? Spider-Man, what the fuck kind of universe do I think we're in here? <laughs> Siege, I love you. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. It's okay. Uh, so they make the enchanted battle axe. Well, meanwhile, Peter Quill, Gamora, and Drax and Mantis find Thanos at nowhere, where the reality stone is already in his possession. Dude, this whole scene was this. fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, I loved it a lot. I, that, that was badass. collector, man. He looked so fucking horrified in that thing. I know that it wasn't really him, but he just looked horrified. I still like for Thanos to know that they were coming. That's crazy. Thanos had, knows everything. It's Thanos. What? Uh, what? stone gives him omni, omni, omnipotence, omnipresence? And, that's the um, mind stone. He doesn't get that omniscience. Back. Yeah, so he wouldn't have even had that yet. He wouldn't have had that ability to know everything. He just, he just knew that Gamora would come. Because, because he knew Thor would run into her and tell her? I think he knew eventually he was going to run into Gamora. I don't think he knew it was definitely going to be at that point in time, but he was prepared at any moment. And, you know, right. it, it, I'm sure he saw the ship was incoming, so he was like, ah, you know. Right. Put on the, the reality f- stone is pretty powerful. Yeah. Because I know the three of the stones gives him omni- omnipotence, omnipotence, omniscience, and... Uh, omnipresence. Omnipresence. So he must have. I like presents. Unwrap <laughs> it. Well, anyway, but when Santa right, Claus but, wields the gauntlet, he also gets omnipresent. He gets omnipresence twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Thanos kidnaps Gamora, his adopted daughter, who reveals the location of the Soul Stone to save her captive adoptive sister Nebula from torture. Thanos and Gamora travel to Vormir, a planet where Red Skull, which, that's fucking, I was like, what? They yeah, that, that slipped and knit tight. Like, I saw no rumors about that. No. no, nothing. And then, it was so funny because we're sitting in the theater and as the first words that come out of his mouth, Dwyer leans up to, Dwyer leans up and like to the, the group that we were in and he was like, is that, and the actor's name, I can't remember the actor's name. And oh, we were all uh, like, hold on, oh, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, is that Hugo Weaving? Is that Hugo Weaving? And we were like, no. And then boom, Red Skull. And we, I like, we were like, we, me and my friends all freaked out. It wasn't Hugo Weaving. No, no, it was uh, Ross Marquand from 
The Walking Dead, he plays Aaron. Yeah, Red Skull wasn't played by the same one that played him in uh, Captain America. Okay. Okay, But still, that's still crazy uh, that he's... I mean, Ross Marquand is a, a he he's known for impersonating celebrities. He did a good job sounding like Red well. Skull. He did it real well. Yeah, yeah but so, so what it was trick fucking Dwyer. We uh, talked we we talked about like the geek out moments or the like the fangirling out moments. That was mine because for so long, for probably the last year or two, I've been talking about like where's Red Skull? We need Red Skull. Red Skull needs to come back. And even in our podcast uh, preview, I said this movie needs to tell us where Red Skull is. It needs to tell us where he is, well, who he does. is, that kind of thing. And it fucking did. And I was freaking out. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. I did not see it coming, man. That was like I like I don't know who could have. Like that was so. I was like, he was like flying. So I was like, well, I wonder who this is. Fucking Red Skull. I was like, what? what I didn't see it coming. What about you there, John? I was pretty shocked by Red Skull being there. I was, I was honestly, I didn't expect it at all. But I thought it was Death at first. When he first like saw the cloak and the talking, I was like, oh, this is gonna be Death or Mistress Death, like from the comics. But then they showed the face, and I was like, holy shit, it's Red Skull. And right. I knew I knew it wasn't going to be Hugo Weaving because he's openly said he'll never do it again. But I mean, really, he's in a mask and makeup. It doesn't really matter who's in, who's in it, you know. But it was pretty awesome. Right. Oh, yeah, I, it, was, it was interesting. I'll say this: the second time I went and saw the movie, I was able to sit back a little bit and it, like see everybody else's reaction in the theater. And there literally was just this gasp, like everybody was just like, oh. <gasps> like right when it was revealed. I was like, that's so badass. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wanted to go see it again too. Just, I mean, but like by the time I go see it again, everybody else will have already seen it, so it'll be like. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see that, an IMAX here this week. I, I saw it in a regular theater. I'm seeing an IMAX. So we saw we saw that, it in the D box, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Oh, it was that so cool. whole scene after that, though, with Thanos and Gamora was gut wrenching. Oh yeah, yeah dude. When she, she dude, that was and... that was brutal. Like, and like it shows like the cutback to like her of her her and her family and everything like her planet which was cool but then thanos crying i was like oh my god no way and I, then yeah, how can you make me feel bad for thanos are you fucking serious but you did you did, you did. yeah, yeah that, 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 that's, that's, that's like made thanos so well like he's such an amazing villain because like like his motives obviously are like well his his motive is essentially like you want to agree with and you see why he's doing it but obviously it's fucked up like, well, he doesn't believe completely. that he's bad. You know, like somebody like Dr. Yeah. like, I am evil. Like, you know, and he admits he's evil. Thanos, on the other hand, yeah. he believes he's doing it for the greater good. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want to sympathize with Thanos, even though he's, like, trying to cause mass genocide of half the universe. Well, at least but, he's doing it quick. He ain't torturing people and shit. I mean, yeah, except but him, for his own daughter. Him crying. Yeah, yeah, him crying and then just tossing her off. I was like, oh, my shit. And then I didn't think it would show her. I didn't think it would show her life mangled corpse. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> See, I, I felt that was too predictable. I felt that they were they were right. Like you could tell that they were leading to something like that when he oh, takes Gamora. He well, no, yeah. even like even back when he takes Gamora, like you can tell, and like there was too much buildup with he and Gamora for that. So when that scene comes, like, like you're like, okay, he's gonna kill her. Like that. That's pretty much right when Red Skull says you have to sacrifice something. Like it was okay. It's gonna like, be oh, he's like there's yeah like there's no there was no like Down. and they tried to trick you and I I just felt it didn't land for me because right when he said that I was like oh it's gonna be Gamora because we saw this flashback of Gamora and Thanos and you know the way they were talking in the throne room and stuff like that it just makes sense so to me it didn't hit home like it didn't like get emotional 
So we need to have a theory. Character his development killing Gamora. Oh, his yes. killing Gamora to me wasn't nearly as significant as his reaction to having to kill Gamora. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that same thing because, like, his crying was what was more shocking than the death of Gamora. Like that was it was just it was, like that's that's part of what the the movie man like. He looked sad. That makeup was spectacular. The CGI, whatever they did on his face, was fucking awesome. Like, oh. But yeah, you're right. No, just think about The Walking Dead. Every time. That's that's where we developed that theory at because every time a character gets like a whole fucking episode or all of a sudden like oh so and so's got a shitload of lines and then boom that dude Dead. or that person de- dies like development <laughs> equals death we actually have a podcast episode called development equals death and this was it we saw fucking Gamora's backstory and she fucking died soon after this is how it goes but uh, what do you think she's fit for good? When, when he fucking walks up and he's like, I'm going to shoot that nutsack right off your face. <laughs> yeah, he calls him... I love how he calls him Grimace. And... Sack for Chan and everything. Him, him calling him laugh pretty hard. And then... Was I really he was going to kill Gamora. He was going to do it. He did it. He, he, he did, yeah. Control. Yeah, and I like how when he, when he was... When the, he was making him kill Gamora, he just kept saying, I told you to go right. Like, right, he did though. Yeah, and I, I loved, I loved how when he pulled the trigger and then bubbles came out, Thanos was like, "I like this one," and then left or like, "I like yeah. him" or something like that. I was like, right. "Oh shit, that was that's that was dope." I really liked that. Oh, I like that scene too, because he could have easily just killed him right there, but he chose not to. Yeah. Honestly, Thanos didn't really kill anybody unnecessarily. From his perspective, like he killed Heimdall because what he did the Hulk. He killed Loki because Loki attacked him, but he didn't kill Thor when he could have. He didn't kill Quill when he could have. He didn't kill a lot of people when he actually could have. Well, what he he's all about the survival of the fittest. So right. him killing the strongest people he's ever met doesn't make much sense to him. Right. And, and what he, he did to Drax in that fucking bug girl, like the way he like turned Drax into a bunch of cubes and she turned into like a fucking what's that girl's name? I thought they Mantis. died there. Like I thought I that was. <laughs> yeah, I actually got pissed because I thought they killed Drax like that. I was like, "What?" I cannot. Yeah, I thought that too. But then they came back, and I was like, "Oh, sweet." But what? Uh, what, John? What were you starting to say? I was curious to know before. Uh, I'll just say it plays in the Thanos' backstory, and the whole the way they play him in the movie is they play him very sympathetic and. This movie is really a thing, a movie about Thanos, and, and he's he's the protagonist of this movie. If you watch it from his perspective, it becomes a great movie about Thanos saving the universe and the Avengers getting in the way. You know, yeah, that's true. That's true. Thanos he has the most screen Infinity time of anybody, that. right? He has the most screen time of any character in the movie, and yeah. he doesn't kill anybody who doesn't need to be killed to end the to get to his goal of quote unquote saving the universe, like you like you mentioned. So it really it's, they did a great job of satisfying that that sympathetic you know bad guy in Thanos and. At the end of the movie, I was like, oh, well, he reached his goal, and I kind of – I don't want to agree with his methods, but, I mean, he did what he had to do to get to his goal. Well, even, like, even characters that are good, like uh, uh, Adam Warlock has two split personalities, uh, Goddess and fucking – I can't remember the other one. Eternity. Eternity. But, so, but uh, there was a story arc where Goddess, her, she wanted to – she had to get rid of everybody that was bad or whatever. Or, she, like, it, her goal – uh, That's Infinity Crusade. But to do that, she had to kill everybody in the universe. 
So, yep. Lane, you know did you mean? learn this from a podcast? Yes, I did. From John's podcast? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk John, about that. <laughs> we, listen, we listened to that on your on the way down to Pittsburgh, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we did. But yeah, like, that's what you were saying. Like that's what it, that's what it was. He. You know, she she did something that she thought was good, but she was going to kill the entire universe to reach that. So, but she, but she is inherently a good person. But she right. still was going to kill everybody. So, it, it, is Thanos really a bad guy? Like, right. And I, I watch. This, I mean, I'm going to see it again. I'm going to watch it thinking, "Hey, this is a Thanos movie," and I think it's going to change the perspective of how I see it because you know the Avengers lost in this movie. They lost hard. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And Thanos <laughs> definitely won. And that ending scene where Thanos is on, you know, on his whatever the fjord or whatever that is where he has this whole village thing it's just like he was on gamora's planet was he okay that that, that satisfaction that that, that makes sense i was curious about that that makes a lot of sense why he would that he would go to gamora's planet because that's the paradise connection talking about right his connection with gamora and -hmm. just that satisfaction in his face when he walks out he walks out limping after you know all that happens and it's like it's a a satisfying ending yeah he did what he said he was gonna do it it's a satisfying ending for Thanos, it's a half story for Avengers, but <laughs> yeah, he's gonna watch the sunset on a perfect yeah. planet, on a perfect universe, and I mean, like, and but yep. he was right. What he did to Gamora's planet, it was fucked up. Don't get me wrong, but they are prospering now. Like, you right. know, they are. It is a paradise. So I mean, eh? right? It's crazy. <laughs> he's more of an anti-hero. Well, what's he say in the thing? What's he say that he has something about like the hardest things to do, or the one you know, for the people who have the most will to do it, or some shit like that? Yeah. And he's the only one in the galaxy willing to make the sacrifice to to better the galaxy. Right, because he clearly loved Gamora and he still killed her, so that had to have been hard on him. It's the same concept in all the CW shows and everything like that. They're like, well, all these people will die if you you don't fucking let this one person fucking die. It's the same concept as, as that, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it's a it's a hard truth to get hit sometimes, but you have to some some people have to deal with it. Like that's my that's my biggest issue with Batman because he's like, well, if you kill a killer, then, then the there's the same amount of killers. Yeah, not if you kill two killers, like right. Kill hundred killers, then there's only one, still only one more. <laughs> exactly. There's ninety nine less. <laughs> right, exactly. Every every person who's died because of the Joker is Batman's fault. Oh, that for sure. He could have killed Joker forever ago. Like. The Joker wanted him to kill him. Joker's wanted him to kill him the entire fucking time. Yep. Yeah, well, like we could bitch about Batman all day, but uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like, but yeah, that scene was awesome. Like when he when he unrevealed that he was using the Reality Stone, you know, in the Collector's Planner and nowhere. That was so. That scene was so cool. Like when it just everything, you know, it started from one side and it kind of just like peeled away and like it showed the destruction and chaos that was like left behind it was so awesome was this is backtracking but was anybody else kind of pissed off whenever they found out that he destroyed xandar and they didn't go into it at all like Actually, he just wiped out xandar for no reason i was talking to somebody about this this morning uh, i what i think because kevin feige just said <coughs> like what like four days ago that they have immediate plans to introduce nova into the mcu right and how do they introduce Nova if they destroyed Xandar? Unless Nova wasn't there, dude. Nova's he's, Nova's essentially Green Lantern. Man, he's, he's gonna probably be a, he's gonna be a survivor. He's gonna be a survivor right. from the planet, you know, some kind. And he's gonna come and fuck Thanos up. I love Nova. Nova's awesome, dude. Yeah. I, he's. Am I wrong? Is he essentially Green Lantern of MCU? Like he's M- more or less. Same shit. 
more or less like so that, he's the okay. most comparable one to a green lantern but they don't have that same type of like they don't have the ring and stuff but they have the, the, the nova core opposed to the green, green lantern, lantern mixed with superman for marvel okay well so is there uh, there's probably a chance that he could have been off world handling some other shit and came back to a fucked up xandar for sure most definitely no xandar probably or a half killed xandar because or half the they kill half the people so i don't why would he annihilate everybody but that's the thing he annihilated all the dwarves except for one Right, and the reason he did that is because he knew that if he didn't destroy all of them, someone could stop him, which is why right. I feel like he would have had to have killed everyone on Xandar right. because there's no way they would have just let him take the stone. Right, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> you know, it, it makes sense because I'm looking on Wikipedia real quick because I'm not a big – I don't know much about Nova. But on Wikipedia, like this, the original series, basically the way it's written is when the last surviving member of the planet Xandar's elite Nova Corps, uh, Roman Day, is dying, he selects New York high school student Richard Ryder to replace him. So we could Very see. Very lantern like. So we could see because, like you said, you know, Xandar's destroyed. We could see that he's dying and he chooses somebody to become Nova. And it could be a flashback that we see and it could take, you know, they could do a movie five years from now and just do a flashback to that moment. You know, yeah. so, I mean, it could happen. And it's, it seems like with them now have been, have destroying Xandar, it, it just makes, makes sense that this can happen now. It could have been an easy after credit scene, too. It could have easily just showed him dying and have him, like, choose this kid in the middle of class or something. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, boom, what it, the fuck? It still could be, because we have a bunch more Marvel films before the next yeah. before the next Avengers. Like, we could just get, like, a random Nova cameo out of any of them. I was there's only two fucking... films between now and Avengers 4. Yeah, there's two. Right. Man, the Wasp and Captain, Mar- Captain Marvel, and that's it. And both those take place in the past. Oh, really? Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place... Uh, just direct right, yeah, right before Infinity War. Yeah, it takes place directly after Civil War, so it's before Infinity War, and Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties. Nineties, yeah. But I guarantee, I guarantee, there's going to be some kind of post-credit scene with Captain Marvel getting that message. By the way, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then I, I still think I, I still wanted to see Adam Warlock though, because Adam Warlock is a huge pivotal point in the infinity story you know what i mean he... we still we still probably will though that's the thing right well no like what was it you robert that said that they have plans to use him in guardians 3 yeah i i heard an interview with james gunn saying that the the plan is to bring him into guardians 3 so I, what i can't understand is what the fuck the guardians could ever be facing that they're gonna need somebody as powerful as adam warlock to do anything with them that isn't this this situation. What the fuck is Guardians 3 going to have anything to do with it? Like, yeah, what villain are they going to be fighting? Can I bring in Galactus? Can I do that yeah. yet? <laughs> well, yeah. Warlock's probably going to be an enemy to them in Guardians 3. He's probably going to be going after the Guardians in the, in, in the third movie, not going off Oh, yeah, with them. he is an enemy at first, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's going to be a... Like, he's yeah, gonna so he's to, probably going to be the big bad for Guardians 3. Yeah. That's interesting. So who for the, the fuck can kill Adam Warlock? Or what... What's his pivotal moment? What changes him? Drugs. Vagina. Drugs. Heroin. Black Lots power. of heroin, <laughs> cocaine, pussy. <laughs> so, so he's like Yondu. Right. Yondu is Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. But like, he, he's the one that took the fucking... The, See, because ne- ne- there was never a scene where Nebula took. Oh, there's so many people that have acquired this uh, gauntlet, though. I don't. They're not going to be able to do all that, though. Like a lot of the stuff. No. Uh, well, this movie's so far off from the comics to begin with. You know, it's so far. I mean, this movie was really it was really Infinity or Thanos Quest over Infinity War. 
the comics anyways. Oh, for but, sure. You know, and it's Ragnarok. actually good. Ragnarok was practically right. Planet Hulk mixed with a little bit of Ragnarok. Right. Like, and I, I'm actually glad they're doing it totally different because I, I wouldn't, I don't really want a comic true adaptation of those comics. I mean, they're good for their time, but they've adapted it to fit into the MCU and to fit into the themes and the stories they're they telling. They did a good job. They did an excellent the thing, job. The thing yeah. is, if they do it all, if they do it all comic book accurate, people like me are going to be sorely disappointed with these movies because I'm going to know exactly what's going to happen. Like. If this exactly. was Infinity War, the comic book, I wouldn't have had a single wow moment. Right, it'd be boring. And I had an endless amount of wow moments in this movie. Yeah, right. like, and when, yeah, that, when that, we found out the Soul Stone, the Soul Stone part, you know, I was like, oh my god, that's not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that, Actually, that, that, I, thought, I heard that that was accurate, though. The Soul Stone? He'd have to kill yeah. Gamora for the Soul Stone. Well, no, not Gamora, I guess, but it, it was pretty much the same concept, <laughs> no? Maybe I'm looking. <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty sure Adam. I'm pretty sure Adam Warlock was the Soul Stone in the original series. I think oh. you're. I think you're on the right track there, actually. Yeah, because Adam Warlock was wasn't it was an Infinity Stone or had the Infinity Stone or had access to it or some shit like that. It's been so long since I've read these books, even though Did I just did that episode. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. The stone was the tip of his dick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, of course it is. Yeah, it's, it's Adam Warlock is the guardian of the soul gem. Yeah. But they Which made it the red skull instead. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> oh, man. See, but I've gotten past continuity for, for a while now. Like, If you go into a superhero movie expecting 100% continuity correctness, you're going to be disappointed. Well, yeah, and you, never, you never should. You should accept it as being a different universe or a different retelling of, you know, enjoy it for what they are and, and I hope they tell a good story. You know, if it's, if it's different, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's That's really what, funny. I, I saw a news article. I believe it was comicbook.com. I'm not 100% sure. But it was like a clickbait article that they posted and it was just like, breaking news, the new Watchmen TV series won't follow the comics. And I'm like, this isn't news. <laughs> no I shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, this isn't news at all. I said, breaking news, it's going to be exactly like the comics. Yeah, <laughs> fucking breaking news. <laughs> otherwise, That's otherwise, page otherwise, for page, panel for panel adaptation. <laughs> yeah. I don't like comicbook.com because they do a lot of that clickbait shit, so... I don't even know. Yeah, they've gone down. Though. I unfollowed comicbook.com, so I, it probably wasn't them. But it was just one of those things. And I was the first person to comment on it. It was, it was posted immediately, and I posted on it. I was like, "This isn't fucking news. Take this shit off here." And I, that's exactly what I said. Nobody ever responded, but like, it's fucking annoying, man. Like, that is not news. No, no, it is no longer news that something isn't going to follow the comics. Well, it pissed me off too when they when they make an article about this person tweeted this out. I'm like, okay, they made a tweet and make an article out of it. Fuck off. <laughs> right. I can just look at the tweet. Right. Well, it's the same. Dude, people fucking run with Rick and Morty information like it's like like the shit that Dan Harmon tweets is like biblical. And I'm just like, dude, <clears throat> fucking read it instead of like bitching about it. Source your fucking news. Right. Yeah, I fucking. Uh. But yeah. The, back to the Infinity War. We <laughs> 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 well, yeah, uh. When he was torturing Nebula, man. Oh my god, dude. The pain. Like uh, she's just like a robot, but still that pain she was feeling was uh, crazy. Like. He was like ripping her apart. Yeah, that was brutal. That was a beautiful shot. Like when they first showed up, like when you first see her. And it, yeah, like it looked it like just, she was whole. And then like they turned to the side and you could see that she's like just pulled apart. I'm like, wow. I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. And they I, like, I have to jump back a second. I got a phone call. That's fine. Who is that? 
It's that was Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, my dad's trying to call me, so I'll be- okay. I'll message you whenever I get off the phone if you guys are still chatting. There right. should be there should be some sort of way to hop back in. John did it without me having to do shit. So just okay, push the yeah, join call that. button. There's a join call button in Skype. Just push that. No join in. All right, man. See you in a second. But uh, yeah, that scene was crazy. And like when she escaped. Okay, we're, we're talking about. All right, we we talked about when they met on nowhere when Gamora was killed. And like it's, I, I don't know why, but for me, Thanos just laying in the water, like not even knowing how he got there, was kind of funny. Like him being who he is and how powerful he is, he just like laying there, like fuck, what's up? Where the fuck am I? And like he had the stone in his hands. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Like, oh, okay, here I am. I guess this is where I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So the thing, the thing about the soul stone is though, is that Gamora's soul is in that stone, so she's not gone. Is she? Is she in that stone? I know that's a theory that's going around. I don't think it's official that her soul is in the stone. I believe it is. It's not official. It's hinted at, though. You know, they, they, the, the fact that he sees Baby Gamora at the end, you know, they're hinting at the fact that she's in it, and that would fit right. with canon for other, other things. Like, you know, in the comics, you know, Eternity and Infinity got trapped in the stone and stuff, so it's, I mean, it's, right. it makes sense. Yeah, I believe I believe that her soul is in the soul stone. I, I know, I'm not, I can't say that for sure, but I believe so. Right. And it'd be, I mean... I'd hate them to actually kill off her character for real because I like her character she's great. a lot. Oh yeah, she's awesome. Hottest green chick I've ever seen. No, Piccolo. I think you said chick. Pic- Piccolo is a uh, non-sexual. Oh. Piccolo is neither man nor woman. So. Hey, he's a power bottom. <laughs> That's a power I bottom for sure. Well, all right. So uh, <laughs> special beam cannon. Uh, Nebula escapes captivity and requests the remaining guardians meet her on Titan. This was mm. cool how she escaped that though. Like when she just fucking like she like popped her eye out and the guy went in and pushed it in and she's like fuck you, patink. Right. <laughs> 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 that was dope. I was like hell yeah, she's a badass man. I think they uh, down how badass Nebula actually is. Yeah, true. Yeah, because her and Gamora both are fucking like they would have destroyed that fucking uh black. Fucking bitch! That not not the black bitch, not racist thing, but the <laughs> the, the, the Thanos's daughter, whatever the fuck she was, the Black Order bitch. I meant to say, yeah, it would have been would have annihilated her. See, I think that's another reason why they killed off Gamora because she's like the strongest of Thanos's children. So right. it wouldn't have made sense for her to come back to Earth because she'd have just wrecked sauce all four of them. Is that Dylan back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fast. <laughs> yeah, my dad just had to ask me if I wanted eggs. Mm, I want eggs. <laughs> I want eggs. Are they, are I'm they about cooked eggs. or uncooked eggs? Are they uh, scrambled or fertilized? I was going to say, are they fertilized eggs? I like mine fertilized. <laughs> I tell that like Perkins. I go to Perkins like, how do you like your eggs? I'm fertilized. And they're like, what? <laughs> Actually, not fertilized. <laughs> not a Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Happy not a Father's Day. Then you're landing on Titan, they meet Quill, Drax, and Mantis. Uh, now, when they met each other for the first, we never even t- this scene wasn't even mentioned in this article, but or in this, uh, but when they first met, when they came onto the ship and they were fighting with Iron Man, uh, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange. Drax's interaction, Strange's cloak is my favorite thing he does in the whole movie. Yeah, he's like, "Get off of me!" Or death cloak, <laughs> death blanket, or death towel, whatever he calls that thing. So it's the death blanket. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then like he took out Spider-Man pretty easily. 
which I don't think would have happened. Honestly, Doctor Strange, I, Iron Man, and Spider Man would annihilate the the Guardians, man. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. The Marvel Universe version of the Guardians, yeah, but I think I think Drax, comic book wise, probably would smash most of them. I don't know about Doctor Strange though. No, well, Doctor Strange is like one of the strongest characters that they downplay in the Marvel Universe. Right. At least on which the, like, is why, yeah. Which, which I liked how they made him seem. They actually showed how strong he is in this movie. I thought. At least at the end. Well, the fight with him fought... in Thanos is the closest we're ever going to get to how powerful Doctor Strange really is. Oh, that was do- that scene was fucking spectacular. I can't wait to get there in this paragraphs, but. But yeah, that that scene was cool, and they're like, uh, like you said, uh, Thor said he's like, uh, he's like, oh, he's like, were well, you working with Thanos? He goes, no. Do you work with Thanos? He's like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, are you kidding me? You know Thor? That whole scene was cool. Just their introduction was awesome. Like that that little fight was cool. Like, don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah, I love that shit. Uh, Strange uses a time yeah. stone to view millions of possible futures, and state there's only one in which Thanos loses fourteen million plus. And uh. That that will come. This comes into play much later, towards the end of the movie, which uh, you know I almost let it get past me. But uh, the group forms a plan to confront Thanos and remove the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, Thanos arrives, justifying his plans to Strange as necessary to ensure the survival of universe threatened by overpopulation. See, because he witnessed this happen on his planet, so he's just trying to prevent that from everywhere else happening everywhere else. So whatever. Again, is he bad or is he good or is he not? It, that's up. That's up in the air. But. The group subdues him until Nebula deduces Thanos has killed Gamora. Enraged, Quill retaliates, breaking the group's hold on Thanos, who overpowers them. Strange surrenders the time stone in exchange for Thanos sparring or sparing an injured Stark, and Thanos departs for Earth. All right, let's talk about this shit real quick. I thought they were gonna kill Tony in that scene. Yeah, me too. I was like, start. I was like squeezing. I was on a date and I was squeezing her hand so hard, and she was like, "Ow!" I was like, "I'm sorry." I couldn't stop. I was like freaking out. Anyone here who's met my younger brother, I went to see that with Dustin. Yeah. And uh, he was like, he's like, fuck that, because he thought they were going to kill Tony, too. (laughs) He said that out loud. I guarantee he said that out loud. Really loud. It's Dustin. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I can hear it now. Like, it's nothing. Like, I can. Well, then, when we were waiting for the post credit scene, Dustin was like, press fucking fast forward. I got to piss. (laughs) <laughs> he is very outspoken like that it's, that's, a, that's part of his uh, his charm but dude, that scene is like, does, like does, did your friend always do that and he's like sitting there like yeah. when Doctor Strange was looking in the future that shit was yeah. cool when, it, when he was twitching out it was pretty dope oh I like that scene and then but let's fucking but when they do when he threw the moon at them like it's like he like ripped rip pieces off of it oh that, that was fucking awesome yeah, it was totally if tense. you throw another moon at me, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. If you throw another moon at me, <laughs> like one moon, okay. But if you throw two moons at me, man, I swear to God, dude. At the first, thing, I also the thing so crazy down. to me about that shit happening is that he even got that idea in the first place. He's just like, I'm gonna fucking rip that moon out of the sky and throw it. Like that is some crazy. That is a that. How the fuck do you even think of that? I thought he was going to bring the whole moon down. I thought he was going to pull a freaking Madara Uchiha shit. Like, but he didn't. I like, I was, I like, when, uh, I like when Peter's hopping around trying to rescue everybody. He's like, I got you. I got you. I'm sorry I can't remember anybody's name. I like when he's Peter Parker. And he's like, magic punch. Magic kick. <laughs> <laughs> magic. I love that scene. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I like when he grabbed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Mantis he grabbed. But he when he was ro- the way he was rolling with his uh, iron spider claws out, that was really cool. Like he was rolling, he was using them as to not get hurt. It was awesome. I don't think he did that. I I'm pretty sure that's the iron spider suit doing that on its own. Either way, it's still cool. <laughs> Yeah, because he, he, really, he, he, he mentions at one point where he just thought about shooting web, and it shot web for him. So I think yeah, that's... he's like, this suit's very intuitive, because the Iron Spider suit reacts naturally like, without... Peter doesn't have to do anything with it. Right. Pretty Which much goes hand-in-hand with his fucking uh, spider sense. It's just, like, he doesn't have to do much. <laughs> that's what Spider-Man is so awesome. I love Spider-Man. Yeah, I Spider-Man forgot about like, uh, one of my bad. favorite jokes from the movie is whenever... Spider-Man and uh, Peter Quill meet, and they're thinking of a plan, and Peter's like, you guys know Footloose? And uh, Quill's like, yes! Oh, yeah. He's like, is it still the best movie in the world? He was like, it, it was never the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> it never was. I was like, what? We're talking about Spider-Man's movie references. I like when he's like, you ever see that really old movie, Aliens? <laughs> that yeah. was genius, though. He just blasted us out of the fucking spaceship. It was genius. Well, I thought it was kind of a cop-out way to kill him, but at the same time, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty. It worked, dude. Like it did work. Right, but to me, it was almost as big of a cop out as in Iron Man One when he just throws Obadiah into the reactor. Yeah, like it was very. It was an anticlimactic way for such a badass villain to die. That's how I felt about in Black Panther when he killed that. The way that that villain like it was that last fight was not that great to me. I haven't watched Black Panther. Well, either way, that last fight was not that awesome. You'll see it. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it eventually. I just didn't have money when it came out. But uh, this is where we see Doctor Strange fucking show what he can fucking do, man. Like, when he split himself, like, he had all those hands. And, like, he, like, split himself into, like, 50 Stranges and was, like, hitting them with those fucking ropes. That was so fucking cool. Did anybody else see the meme of Thanos standing there with Doctor Strange with all the extra arms? And he was, like, uh, Doctor Strange was... Actually, General Grievous from Star Wars. Yeah, he goes, hello there. And he goes, what is he? General doing? Kenobi. <laughs> General Kenobi. <laughs> Somebody posted it in our message chat, I think. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't worry, we got the memes, yo. General Kenobi. Like, yeah, I loved it, man. And then, like, like fucking Thanos threw, like, a fucking command man wave-looking thing at, at him, and he, like, turned into <laughs> butterflies. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Somebody just farted. This no, the movie fuck. isn't about Thanos getting the Infinity Stones. It's Thanos mastering Ultra Instinct. Yeah, right. <laughs> I loved it. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into that. When they, back, <laughs> when they bring out Saitama to take down Thanos. Uh, uh, let's not get into anime crossovers with this right now. I could talk about it all day. <laughs> but, yeah, that, but this is also where Stark fucking kicks some ass, man. The way he was like utilizing every part of his suit like he like he, like his feet had like little claws like fucking like and he was like he like held his hand into the ground and like punched him in the face and fucking shit and then like they, they even used uh dr strange's cloak to hold open his hand he goes keep his hand open but he ripped the cloth away like it was nothing so uh, what else did you expect? he actually <laughs> tore the fucking uh cloak of levitation like i don't know if you've seen that but he he tore the yeah he, oh yeah like, he ripped it right off his hand it was like like it was nothing oh relic like that <laughs> That's the small piece that's badass. Right. I mean, it's fucking genius, though, the way that they were utilizing every little piece of what they fucking could do. I like the fact that they figured out a way to use Mantis, because she's basically useless. That's the only thing she did in that whole movie, but it was 
without Quill, she would have been the most pivotal part of that because they could not have done that without her. Absolutely not. Yeah, if it weren't for Peter Quill, she would have saved the universe right there. Oh, most definitely. And because then when they up the gauntlet, like the gauntlet was off, and he just grabbed it with his hand, and he just oh, grabbed no. it, and like nope. Oh, you son of a bitch! Fucking Quill. yeah, I, mean, they, I, I don't blame him. Got for... that gauntlet off. Strange could have fucking dipped out with it easy. Oh yeah, fuck this shit. I'm out. He would have been gone. Yeah. Uh, mirror dimension, please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I want to like- say the, this scene here, or the scene here that we're talking about when they're on Titan. Right. I, I noticed something that was just such a small detail, but one that is so worth it. Like, and I, I was shocked that they actually did it because there's a moment where Doctor Strange is sitting there and he's, you know, doing his thing with his hands and his fingers and stuff like that. And right. if you look closely enough, they still scars. put the scars on his hands. And I was yeah. like, that, that's something that you wouldn't think about doing, but they actually thought of that, which I thought was was brilliant. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I saw that too. I, I like I loved it because because that they were it's necessary. That's why he became who he is. So it's kind of yeah, yeah. It's like having Harry Potter without a fucking lightning bolt scar. Like it has to be there. Well, yeah, his hands were scarred the whole movie. Yeah, which was really good. Well, it was it was that, it was that, at that, that scene moment. was very prominent. It was, yeah, that that's, that, that, that scene too. focused a lot more on his hands than anything right. else. Right. Yeah, it, like it, I like that. I like that too because I like a little attention to detail like that. Like yeah. It means that they're actually giving a shit about what they're doing, but and and, and Titan looked fucking beautiful. Like I know it was like destroyed and shit, but man, it looked it looked beautiful. Like that that whole scene was just gorgeous to me. Incoming caller. Who? You're gorgeous. Thank you, Aaron, uh, Aaron Dwyer. He's coming in. Yeah. Hi. All right, and that's that's it for episode eighty-seven of Nerd Talkalypse. You guys will see. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time. Hey, Aaron. Hi. What's up, buddy? We are uh, currently where they were fighting him on Titan. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Welcome to the podcast. Hold on. Is Aaron on this call right now? Yeah, he just texted me. He said, I can't hear anybody. (laughs) Did Did you try your other ear? Try turning off and turning it back on. She tried blowing yeah. into the cartridge. And resetting. You tried to move mm. the handle. Starter fluid. Probably don't use starter fluid on your electronics. Headlight fluid. Important. Yeah, headlight fluid. No, do it. Fuck it. Just do it. Blinker fluid. So where are we at now? Holding your well, breath underwater for 45 minutes. And begin. <laughs> I failed already. Anyway, uh, we're now... Alright, so like, Thanos leaves, and he was teleport shit. And he just left, and I was like, how the hell are they going to get like back to Earth? But I guess they never really... They walk. <laughs> yeah, they walk. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk to Earth. Like an Oregon Trail. <laughs> You've died of dysentery. Damn it! <laughs> Fuck! Should have brought the fucking doctor. It's gonna be well, Avengers Four is just gonna be like, like two the hours. Whole time. Of yeah, Tony two hours of Avengers. them. I'm just yep. them walking. Avengers Oregon. Avengers train. Four is really just Lord of the Rings one through three. <laughs> well, <laughs> Iron Man's the only one alive on Titan at the at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. Everybody else faded. 
Yeah. Imagine being alone on that planet. Like, you're like, fuck, man. Like, how I bet you we don't see Tony until about halfway through Avengers 4. Like, I just made it back. <sighs> and he's, he's going to come back with some, like, crazy space tech suit. He's like, look what I created on the way here. <laughs> or it's going to be, like, some primitive space tech suit, just like Iron Man 1. Or he shows or, up with... Or he just isn't in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's too important. Ah, oh, damn it. Maybe he buys five extra wood from that dealer on the way to Oregon. Skywalker <laughs> and disappear for a while. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, Thanos goes back and uh, and then because he was about to kill Iron Man, and Doctor Strange says, you know, takes a stone. He goes, you can have it, even though he said he goes, if you were the boy, you're gonna die. I will choose the stone every time. But apparently, when you look at 14 million outcomes, out, every time yeah. is not quite. That's that's like such a big deal for me because like he saw all those outcomes, and the only well, outcome that he knows they're gonna win in is that Thanos has to get the stone, and then Doctor because Doctor Strange is one of the people that go dusty dust in the end. So like he Doc, knew he was Doctor die. Strange knows that like he has to like die for this to work. Like right. that is well, so crazy to me. Oh, <coughs> die it was the only way mm-hmm. like so he he knew going into that 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 was going to go sideways for that yeah this is the one like way they win that's, so, that's, because, that's one of the things that I was saying that they show just how strong and powerful Doctor Strange is in this movie because he had that much insight and knew and was like that like I don't know it was crazy to me because to be fair like say for example if they didn't if he didn't just give it to him he would have killed Tony and then he would have proceeded to kill everybody else too, and then take the stone anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, the only at least this way Tony stays alive. And the thing is, it's strange probably seeing that when Thanos used the gauntlet, it destroys the gauntlet, which is the only way they're going to be able to beat Thanos. This is what makes me think that Tony's going to be Tony's going to wield it because he uh, uh, Thanos kind of saw him as an equal more or less, and I think Tony's going to wield the gauntlet opposed to like uh, Adam Warlock or whatever. Didn't you just say that to me this morning, Rob? I sure did. <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet Iron Man's not something my brain can fathom right now. I know, but I, that the, the the relevance that they put Tony in in this movie with Thanos, I, that I believe that that's what that I believe that's the path they're heading on. Well, DC fanboys are gonna freak out because they're already pissed off that they use Tony Stark too much. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I yeah. think I, I, he killed. He kicked ass in this movie, man. I, I'm I'm fine with the amount that they fucking used Tony up. He did kick ass, and I think collectively Robert Downey Jr. is the favorite actor in the MCU. Not only because he was first. I mean, I think that has also a part because, in he, was because he was last. <laughs> yeah, Robert Downey Jr. saved Marvel. Period. Point blank. Right. Like and if, if Iron Man stuff. flopped, if Iron Man flopped, Marvel's done. And it didn't. And it, no, it. The only reason we have the Marvel universe we have is because of how good our, Robert Downey Jr. is as Tony Stark. Yeah, he's amazing. I, I, he's I, phenomenal. I put some belief in that for sure. Like nobody, nobody he's could have done Tony Stark like that. Absolutely not. That's that's one thing I think uh, Marvel nails better than anybody. Fantastic. Oh yeah, like the, oh, they they, even like Thor. Yeah. Thor is perfect for Thor. Chris Hemsworth is Thor is it, yeah. I can't imagine it any other way. Benedict Cumberbatch for Doctor Strange, especially after this movie, like absolutely perfected the role. 
Uh, it was supposed to be Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, yeah. Chris Pratt is Star-Lord. Chris Pratt is Star-Lord. Yeah. Um, and then the Bulls don't forget Vin Diesel as Drax, though, man. Batista. Nobody could have done that. Yeah, Batista with Drax. <laughs> I was really skeptical of that ahead of time. Who? Drax. Batista, that was... Oh, yeah, but he nails that part, man. Oh, He's so good. And, like... And Gamora. Gamora's perfect. Fucking Rock Raccoon. I can't um, think of one... I think like, playing Black Panther's fantastic. Yeah. The only one I think Black Widow... She, she doesn't She doesn't act like the comic book Black Widow very much. She doesn't have a fucking Russian, a- Russian accent. Can we just touch on that? Well, let's talk about fucking uh, Scarlet Witch not having an accent in this movie. Yeah, right. I, I realized that, too. That was really bizarre. Like she yeah. went in the very first movie in Ultron, she was very she was pretty much speaking Russian. In Civil War, she was getting better at her English accent. Now she was fucking straight from fucking Louisiana. They probably did that because she didn't want to keep speaking like that. So like, yeah, her, just stop. You don't need I to. I suck at it anyway. And you're hot, so it's all right. <laughs> right. Well, that that's the justification for Scarlett Johansson. Like no one pays attention to her accent because it's Scarlett Johansson in a leather suit. I mean, she does kick ass, but, like, True. Black Widow in the comic books is way more badass than she does, man. I think. I but. think yes and no. Right. Elaborate. Uh, well, like, in the Marvel Universe, like, I didn't expect them to use Black Widow in the movies as well like, as they did. That's true. That's true. Her like, and they, Hawkeye. They her like, I didn't think Hawkeye was going to end up being one of my, you know, favorite characters in the Avengers. He didn't even make movie. a fucking appearance. And he's not even in this movie. But in every other movie he's in, like... He's awesome. He's fantastic. He, Like, thousands of people were pissed off he wasn't on the poster. Right. Well, shit, they didn't even Ant- Ant-Man wasn't in the movie either. I, I fully expected to see Ant-Man, but it well, was just... Paul Rudd is Ant-Man is a perfect casting, too. At least as uh, uh, Scott Lang. Yeah, it's Lang, not Pym, but... I'm still pissed that they're using Lang and not Pym, but whatever. Because a lot of the... Because, like, the whole Ultron story arc was completely incorrect. But, again, we can't focus on continuity because uh, you're just, I'm just going to get... You're just going to ruin your experience every time. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, let's commence with this. Uh, upon arriving in Wakanda, Rogers reunites with Bucky Barnes, which didn't even—they didn't. It was perfect. Like I listened to a guy on YouTube talking about it. He was like, they introduced each other, they saw each other again. It was like, hey, how's it going? Boom, done. Like you know, we already know that they know each other. They didn't have to be some huge welcome. It was just perfect. Yeah. How awesome is it that Bucky's now the White Wolf of Wakanda? And he has the fucking vibranium arm now. Yeah, like rip my arm off again. I dare you. Yeah, right. You can't. You can't do it. You can try. Yeah, I like when uh, Black Panther's like, get this guy a shield. And they got him like two weird yeah. hand shields. He's like, and get this man a shield. And and I was kind of disappointed with the shields they gave him. I wanted him to have his regular shield again, but he was I think still it would have been cool if they, if they would have designed a, a Captain America-like shield. You know, yeah. not not the red, white, and blue. You no, know, but they, at least a round shield. The not, nomad not colors. Captain America anymore. I'm pretty sure he's nomad now. Even though, even though they were still calling him Cap throughout the movie, right? Right, but I'm pretty sure he's in the transition into Nomad. See, I thought. Uh, uh, see, uh, a lot that of that happened right friends, after Civil War. Yeah, because he's like, I don't work for you anymore. He goes, I don't. He's like, he's a lot more uh, getting shit done, kind of now, much more so. He's like, he's like, I'm not listening to you anymore. <laughs> and they were like, arrest him. They're like, he's like, oh, whatever. He's like, that was a fucking uh, court martial right there. 
I love how they told him. I love how they told him to arrest them, like he had a chance to. Yeah, exactly. yeah, like fucking arrest the three most powerful people on the planet. Fuck you. Yeah, at least yeah. the most powerful humans. Erica, that'll go well. You've got handcuffs, right? Yeah, and and like Hulk ended up showing up, and well, he wasn't Hulk, but they didn't know that. And uh, Scarlet Witch was there. Like, good luck. Good yeah. luck. War Machine. I'm, no, I'm wrong. I love War Machine, but come on now. Real, he wasn't realistic. even War Machine yet. He didn't have a suit on. Oh, no, I know. Just crippled rope, like. But uh, all right, the Avengers, the Avengers task Shuri with extracting the Mind Stone, which I, she's so fucking smart. She goes, "Why didn't you just do this?" And the Banner's like, "We didn't think of that." <laughs> well, you fucking shut up. Because uh, we don't live in Wakanda, and that doesn't exist in anywhere else. Yeah, like you're a little bit ahead of us, all right. So fucking damn it. <laughs> so uh, Thanos' army invades the Avengers mount a defense alongside T'Challa and the Wakandan forces. Banner, unable to transform into the Hulk, fights in Stark's Hulkbuster armor. Uh, which, like, the fact that they even brought that along was kind of weird. They're like, we might need this. <laughs> I mean, the, my favorite part about that is that he had, like, the best point ever. Like, uh, uh, while he's fighting, he's like, you know, he's like, this thing already ki- beat the piss out of the Hulk once. He's like, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck not? Yeah, right. I mean, he made it, it was, that's, like, the best point ever. Now that we're at the Hulkbuster armor, that's the one part of the CGI. At the one scene where he's standing with no helmet on the Hulkbuster armor, Mark Ruffalo doesn't look like it is where it should be. It was funny, though. Like, his head was so little in that thing, and it was so funny, It dude. literally it's... looks like they just took a cut out of Mark Ruffalo's head and photoshopped it in the middle of all. <laughs> Maybe they and did. not even, like, good Photoshop, like, back they in did 01 Photoshop. when nobody like, had to done that. Oh, fuck off. Well, no, I'm not saying your Photoshop's <laughs> bad, but it's compared to Disney. That's true. Yeah, like, they did so good on every other piece of CGI, and then they were just like, Except eh, that girl. Except that fucking, fucking Black Order chick. She, does not, she did not look good most of the time. I she she looked more shitty makeup than shitty CGI half the time. Right. Well there was that scene where she was like fighting with Black Widow and she was like so she was like much bigger than them and the way she yeah. was moving just seemed way unrealistic. Like it didn't Very, seem yeah, like, exactly. You, you, that's exactly. It, it looked terrible. It looked like a video game. Yeah, like You're a video game. I'd play him. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. Anyway, Thor uh so yeah, they fight Dude, those things were crazy, man. Like, those Bad things out. that they were fighting? Like, they're killing them. Dude, Thor's... Yeah, they were, like, throwing waves at themselves at the shield. Thor's yeah, entrance was so fucking badass. Did your, did your theater clap? Our theater clapped. I think we were... Yeah, like, well, no. I... No, I was... Because mine was... Mine was... Mine was... Had a small amount of people in it, but we all, like, freaked out, and I love how Cap just, like, smiled... And it was so badass when Thor came in. Dude, I like, Banner just like that's when his head pops out. And he's like, "Y'all are fucked now." Like, Y'all, are... <laughs> yeah. Y'all are fucked now. Well, like before Thor's that, though, back and he has a new hammer. I, I and I love he's gonna lift how, the shield. I knew that was gonna happen. I love how Bucky picks up Rocket and spins them around, yeah, and they do the, like the double gun. That was perfect. They didn't even need to like. I like watching him and uh, uh, Cap fight again. Oh, like Cap and uh, Cap and Black Panther were fighting side by side, kick ass, man. Like they were reading each other perfectly. I and if you that. notice, Black Panther was utilizing that suit of his a lot. That fucking like the, you know he takes uh, the kinetic energy and then releases it. He was doing that a shitload. And I love how the beginning yeah. of the fight when they're running towards the you know the the army, how all of a sudden Black Panther and Captain America like they get ahead Just, of like, everybody. Peel off. They're like peace. Well, out. I like that. Rogers they started were out way behind him, and then they made it a point 
to show that he was fucking that fast. Yeah, oh, like fuck Cap, Cap, they were hauling ass. Dude. Cap, was, Cap had places to go. How about <laughs> he, how about he the fight and fucking? He didn't see anybody's sister. How about <laughs> Banner tripping over the rock? Oh, and then fucking Michonne. I can't remember remember her name in the movie, but Michonne, the, the Michonne from Walking Dead plays her. Akoi. Yeah, she like the way she looks at him. She goes, "Fucking idiot, man!" Like the look on her face was perfect. Well, he's not used to having to think about those things in his life. <laughs> he's like, "This is great. I love this." Over anything, <laughs> anything he runs into just gets killed, destroyed. That is Hulk. I Except, think it's so funny that the Hulk was in the Hulkbuster armor. That was just funny. It's very uh, ironic. But yeah, those like, but yeah, watching them fight those things, man. Uh, it was absolutely crazy. And then Thor, Rocket, and Groot arrive on Earth and rally the Defenders. Like Groot, even as dude, young Groot is still a beast. Oh yeah, he, we can't even met when we didn't even talk about this when they made the fucking Stormbringer. Thor took all the fucking power from a star to his back, dude. After he restarted, yeah, he's an animal. He's a fucking beast in this movie, dude. Beast, and then dude. I like, love the fact that the handle for his axe is Groot. I know, I love that. Group. Yeah, like, he, yeah, okay. I love how he was like, we need. He was like, he needs the, he, he needs the axe or hammer or whatever. And he needs uh, the handle. And then Groot's just like, oh, I have an extra arm here. Yeah, and he's like, I, I am. So he's bad. like, this is my buddy Tree. He's like, I am Groot, and he's like, I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> I love that part. That, he's like, I'm Groot. He's like, I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> I love. That part. What about he's like you speak group? He goes, yeah, it was an elective on Asgard. Like, okay, come on, that, that's reaching a little bit for me. <laughs> hey, don't question it. He's Thor. That's true. He could also the talk to Chewbacca, Panther. probably. Because we speak fucking Wookie and Groot. Oh God. What is Groot? What is his? What is he called? Like, what is his race? I'm not sure. Tree. Anybody know off the top of their head? Tree. I don't know. <laughs> I am Groot of the tree. I mean, I can look real quick here. He's 100% purebred mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That was pretty funny. Losses. Oh, but 100% purebred mahogany? That's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Was that Dylan? Yes, it was. That's so good, man. I love that. I, I applaud you. <laughs> But, I just, yeah, that was okay. pretty funny. Reference in there somewhere. Dude, when those fucking things came out of the ground, those big, like, uh, tiller-looking things, those big discs, they just, like, came out of the ground so instantly, and, Cap, like, Cap turns around, he goes, fuck, 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 like, that's all I could picture on his face, like, when he was running away from it, it was crazy, and then, I love when Scarlet Witch comes down and, like, throws that shit up, and then that, that what's that Michonne character's name again? Uh, Akoi. Akoi, she's like, why wasn't she down here the whole time? Like, yeah, why was she up there this whole time? <laughs> It was dope. I love that. Who planned this assault? It was a bad call. Right, leave her up there. She was fucking most powerful one out here, potentially. But uh, so midnight, Obsidian and Glaive are killed, and their army is rooted. But that dude, like the Thor's fucking hammer just came in. Like there's lightning everywhere. Like just when he was walking, like it was just like bzz, bzz, yeah, oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah, he's increased his cast level. He can now use chain lightning. Right. <laughs> He's leveled up. I loved it, man. He like I got goosebumps in that scene when he showed up, and it was just like, like it reminded me a lot of that scene from uh, Ragnarok when he threw his hammer at the beginning, and like it, like the camera perspective was on Mjolnir when it was killing all those demons when he was fighting Sigurd yeah. at the beginning. 
Like this was a cool like a now, but now with Stormbringer, it was dope. Okay, they should have they should have played "Immigrant Song" at that time again. That would have <laughs> been perfect. So, uh, Thanos arrives. Thing, Sorry, go ahead. The one thing that I didn't get out of the movie that I I was hoping to actually, now I'm thinking about it, is there was no interaction between Strange and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, there was. Well, they never were on the same. Like they never saw and, each other, and, and like they really missed out on that because there could have been a really good interaction between those two. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it was like, in, even so, uh, Cap and Iron Man didn't even see each other one time in this whole movie. Nope. Nothing. They I think that's setting up a more meaningful... Uh, oh, for sure, yeah. Forward. Yeah, like, I'm They're, they're going to meet up and someone's going to die in four I also, I also didn't like, I forgot about this, the one thing I didn't like about this... Well, I couldn't say it when the spoiler-free thing, but another thing I didn't like was that Bucky was in it for, like, two scenes and then just dust. I didn't like how... Like, because when Bucky left at the end of Civil War, like, I don't know, I thought going into this movie that Bucky would have more of an effect, and he just, he, he didn't. He was the first one to disintegrate, though. And the yeah, look when, on yeah, Roger's no, face well, yeah, he was. when Bucky I did gone. like that, when he's just like, st- when he's just like Steve, and then... Oh, am I finally in? Or, uh... Aaron, what's up, buddy? We're almost done. It sucks. I, I know, I know. I'm a little late to the party. Hi. Okay. Hi. <laughs> we were talking about the, the the scene on Wakanda, like uh, just pretty much that whole fight scene when Thor shows up and shit. That's where we're at right now. Oh yeah, the second time I saw it, I saw it in um, New Jersey, and that whole theater went fucking nuts. Yeah, we were just talking about that because uh, I don't remember who said it, but somebody like, "Did your theater clap?" But. That, that's pretty much relevant to what we were talking about, and that's perfect because, uh, and when they kill when who all right, Black Widow and Scarlet Witch were fighting. What's her name? Obsidian or Midnight? Which one was she? Is she Midnight? Oh, Proxima Midnight. Yeah. Yeah. She uh she got like splattered by that thing, and then like, Black Widow was like, "That is disgusting." <laughs> yeah, she's just covered in weird blue blood, and she's like, "That <laughs> that is grody, grody." So uh, Thanos arrives and retrieves the Mind Stone, destroying Vision despite being severely wounded by Thor. Thanos activates the com- and to the complete Infinity Gauntlet and teleports away. Now, when I knew, I, I saw this was another thing that was very predictable to me. I imagine it was for you guys too. Like she, she killed Vision or whatever. Or Vision. And but he had just acquired the Time Stone, so I was like, he's gonna just reverse it. Like yeah. that's exactly yeah, what yeah. He's about yeah. To do. That that, I saw. I knew yeah. that. I was so pissed that was at that predicted. because. Like they didn't, they could have had Vision fight him and make him take the Mind Stone by force, but yet again they bitched out Vision and just yeah, yeah. let him die. He died for no fucking reason. Yeah, that first time, like for twice. I tell you what, though, I mean, I guess the only reason that he did die was to show us what the Time Stone can do, because that was fucking cool. Like the the cinematography for that scene was beautiful. Like putting him together like that, and then him reaching in and crushing his fucking skull and pulling it out. That was so dope. It was on. Then he turned to grayscale. Cool. Yeah. Oh know, was, yeah, that was fucking cool. I don't know. I think she 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 separated most of the 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 nerve nerve endings in that thing. So I don't know what they're how they're gonna. I wonder if they're gonna be able to like save him. Oh no, he just did. He said disintegrate. No, he didn't disintegrate too. Did he? He just he no, just, they just left his body there. Yeah. Yeah. I show his body. I'll tell you what though. That scene though, man. Like where with where Scarlet Witch was trying to hold Thanos off. Yeah, she was trying to. That shit was crazy. She tried, man. That was she crazy. Did. It was just so nuts to see, dude. Like I was, it was so so emotion filled. 
I love everything about that scene, the way it started, where like it was all silent and the leaves just started like rustling and they turn around and the fucking portal opens and he just walks out like I've had enough shit today. He's like one person tries to fuck with me. I'm going to kill all of you. Yeah, he was just like fucking blasting things away like it was nothing. Yeah, everybody was just flying. Dude, when he put the Hulkbuster and he phased him into the fucking rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. I was like, what the fuck am I watching here? I was like, this is crazy. I will say it was a little disappointing, the the fight with him and Steve Rogers, because the the trailer that that they kept showing where Steve Rogers catches his hand and everything, you definitely thought that there was going to be some kind of real fight there. And at first, like, you could see Thanos is just like, well, shit, how is he able to hold me back? But then he just takes his other fist. He's like, bump right across his head and he's down i'm like he punched kind of him so hard though man like, <laughs> but like i i like how cap- that scene played because in the in the infinity gauntlet cap goes face to face with thanos and he's like as long as one man can stand against you you're never gonna win and he looks at him and he says noble words for someone who's about to die and that's cool in the comics but i love how he just like held him back and he's just sitting there just like holding with all his strength back and he's just like well you know what maybe i won't kill you he's like but i'll knock you the fuck out right see i like i mean to be fair cat did better than the hulk did yeah for real <laughs> Which, but i don't know well, the, the scene was just... hulk beat thanos into the wall and then at that point thanos just walked the floor with him and basically cap did cap caught his hand and held it there for a second and then thanos was like Let's be real for a second. Uh, fuck out of my way. Right. Yeah. I mean, like realistically, he would he could annihilate them all quick, but like he. Yeah, I feel like Thanos. Like, I feel like Thanos just went for a normal punch, thinking like, okay, like this guy's just you know some no one, and then Cap I mean, no, was no, no, able to. Punch. That punch was hard, man. Like. I no, I mean, like I just no. <laughs> I feel like it was a it was a good punch, but I don't think he like gave it a hundred percent. Oh, and then no, when he Cap stopped it, he was no. Yeah, that's that's a cool part that they gave to his character because Thanos literally could have wiped them all out right there. I mean, he has the Power Stone and the Space Stone. He had all five stones except the Mind Stone. He literally could have killed any of them at any point in time. But instead, he wore he, he wore them down on Titan simply to get the Time Stone. He wasn't aiming to kill anybody. He was aiming for them to give up and give it willingly. And then right. he left, and then he went to confront the Avengers, and they couldn't fight him off, but he didn't kill them. He could have easily at any time, and that's what I like they did with his character, was he could have killed them if he really wanted to, but that, that wasn't bad. his endgame. Yeah, that's what we were getting at. Like, he never killed unnecessarily for his goal. Like like I said, he could have killed Quill when you know, he captured Gamora. He could have killed yeah. Drax. He could have killed Mantis. He could have killed fucking everybody. He could have killed Thor. Like, right, right after he killed Loki, he could have easily killed Thor. Exactly. And Loki's death was kind of, I know it's weird to say self-defense, but he did try and kill him, and he's like, all right, before you try this again, I'm going to just kill <laughs> you. Yeah, it is funny, but it's the truth. Like, you know, he, he had a reason to kill Loki from his perspective, is what I mean. Like, Yeah. And you know what's funnier is that he failed Thanos the first time, and I kept thinking before this movie happened, I was like, Thanos is going to obliterate Loki because he sent him to Earth with an Infinity Stone to get another Infinity Stone. And, and, and in my mind, I'm like, if I sent the, one of the most valuable objects in the world with this dipshit who doesn't bring me back what I want, I'm probably going to kill him when I see him next. But instead, like Loki was like, if you need a guide, 
I can help. And he's like almost ready to take him up on that offer. He's like, well, if you consider failure expertise, yeah, right. he's like, he's like willing to take him on. And then he tries to kill him and he's like, okay, yeah, you, yeah, I'm going to just end this now. Yeah, we talked. That was my most crazy kill for me because it was so brutal. And like, I like Loki, I really do. Like, but oh yeah. See, but uh, what was I gonna get at? Uh, what well, uh, Ma Ma made a point of that too earlier on in the movie. He was talking about he goes, I've never like of all the years I've worked for uh, Thanos, I've never failed him. He goes, now if I were to come back to you with your this time stone still attached to your, yeah, then he's you know there's gonna be hell to pay. Like so, like Thanos doesn't like to be failed. You know what I mean? So like that that that's that's even more as to like you know he he had to at least have respected Loki because he did get he was gonna give him the chance to help him again, but he like you said he tried to kill him and whatever. But yeah, dude, that scene was crazy, and he like claps snaps his fingers, and they've been saying it all movie. Like all he has to do is snap his fingers, and that's what the fuck he did, Duke. And then and then Thor's like, "What the hell did you just do?" <laughs> and he's like, uh, uh, "I love whenever he gets the ox in the chest, and he's like, you should have aimed for the head." And yep. then just snap. Not and the him. scene that follows, too, I really liked it because, like, I feel like a lot of people would be like, ah, oh, it took me completely out of it because of that scene. But it, like, really illustrated whenever she, whenever little Gamora says to him, like, what did it cost? And he says, everything. everything. And I was like, yeah. oh. See, and that's what we were talking, we were kind of mentioning it earlier before you got on, but we were mentioning about how we believe that, well, some of us believe that her soul is in the soul stone, and that, that kind of solidifies that a little bit for me. Yeah. I think her soul would have to be in the soul stone. Right. And it wouldn't yeah. make any sense any other way. Right. And she's like, it gotta be, it gotta be. Cause, but, uh, so yeah, uh, Thanos' plan succeeds with half of all life across the universe disintegrating, and that kind of goes with the randomness of it. Like he, he, he wanted the he, he didn't want to have to kill anybody without the, the gauntlet because the gauntlet kind of chooses at random and it's kind of painless realistically. You know, he goes, yeah. he doesn't have to hurt anybody. It just they just end. Yeah, they pretty much just erase. And it, he's, and it he chooses, was perfect he how randomly. it started with Steve going or Bucky going like, like uh, Steve, and he's just just he's just disintegrating in front of him. Yeah, that was so that was crazy. I was like, what? I was like, and then like Black Panther disintegrating. All of them starting, like, all these huge people starting to disintegrate. I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? Yeah, and Black Panther, right after, he's like, this is no place to die, and he dies. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yes. But yeah. then, with uh, everyone listening, the most heart-wrenching scene that we talked about at the beginning is it pans back to uh, Iron Man and the Guardians, and uh, yeah. Peter says... I don't, he's like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And he like, my heart I like, no, sank. No, I was, no, no. I was like, no! Have you guys seen... Have you guys seen the clip that people were sending around from this speech with Tony and Peter from Homecoming? Where he's like, you know, if anything were to happen to you, if you were to die, I, I couldn't yeah, take that's on, on my that burden. Conscience. Yeah, it's on my conscience. I can't take on that burden. And then, yeah. cuts, then just, you have to think of this. And literally, that the worst fear happened, you know? Yeah. Little uh, some boy, he's still in high school, man. And it's funny. I love, uh, we also didn't even mention this one. He's like, it's like, all right, all right, boy, you're you're an Avenger now. And then he's like, ah! yeah, he's so fucking happy. First first day is yeah, an Avenger. And and like that is <laughs> How he's yeah, they lasted years, and then the, for his first day, he dies. Yeah, <laughs> right. At least, but at least how, all the Infinity how Gauntlet he, that did it. It took the yeah, fucking Infinity Gauntlet to kill goddamn like, Peter Parker. Crying. 
and like yeah. holding Tony, like he's hugging Tony. He's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Like, yeah, that was just because cool. he's a kid. He's this terrified kid because he's like 16, 17. He's this absolutely terrified kid. And it's Boy, like, oh, the my person there. Yeah, it's by like, far. oh, my God, this poor child. Yeah, I love to like uh, all the original Avengers survived. Uh, Thor, Hulk, Iron Man. Cat. Yeah, except for any of them. Except for Nick Fury, technically. Yeah, Even he's not he, he's not an Avenger, but he was part. Yeah, he of started the, the Avengers reason, Initiative without him. For some him. reason, Rocket Raccoon. No, yeah, I thought he, he died. No, no he's still alive. No, Rocket, Groot disappeared. Rocket, he, Rocket's yeah, the only guardian left. Scene for me too. Rocket reacting to Groot fucking dying. Yeah, Rocket's yeah, already no, crying. No, I just. Got, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. I just got. Oh. You, he's like, I just got you back. He's. Yeah, that was really sad too. Oh man. Yeah. Although somebody gonna, pointed out to me that the reason for them leaving Cap and Tony still alive. Like, as I thought one of them was going. And then I said it to somebody, and they're like, you know why? And I was like, why? They said, because they still have beef that has to be reconciled before either one of them dies. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Could also be that, you know, in the next movie, they're going to go back to the first Avengers film. Yeah. And they are the original Avengers, yeah. so that's probably what, you know, that that's... What, I don't know, man, but uh, right here it says Thanos plants succeeds with half of all life across the universe disintegrating, including Barnes, Drax, Groot, Mantis, Maximoff, Parker, Quill, Strange, T'Challa, and Wilson. Now, Strange, as he's leaving, like he's looking, he looks at Tony and says, "This was the only way," and like this goes. I was like, "Nah, all the most powerful people are gone." Fucking Strange, uh, and you know, uh, fucking what's her, uh, Scarlet Witch. You know, they're two, of the, and then yeah. and fucking Vision. Yeah. Uh, Nebula. Nebula. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I, I just. I said earlier, but I have to retcon that. Stark is not alone. He actually has Nebula. Now they don't yeah. really know each other that well, but they are together at least. So, at least he Nebula probably knows how to get off that planet back to Earth more. You know, they, at least that, that. At least there will be some pretense as to how Stark figures it out and shit. And... Shitty part is, is he doesn't have a suit, and she doesn't have a ship. There are ships there, I imagine, though. Like they, they can, they can commandeer. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll figure it out. But I was like, oh shit! I was like, they're kind of stranded there now. Yeah, they'll figure something out. They're, uh, they're, they're smart. But uh, they remain on the uh, manner. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Go ahead, say what you gotta say. Oh, you, you're, you're keep going. I'm mind about the after credit scene, so you're good. Okay, yeah, we're almost there. Uh, Nebula and Stark remain on Titan while Banner, Mabaku, Okoye, Rhodes, Rocket, Rogers, Romanoff. And Thor are left on the Wakandan battlefield. Well, Romanoff. Oh yeah, Black Pan, Black Widow. Yeah, Thanos healed arrives on another planet where he watches the sunset in satisfaction. I don't know about healed. He was looking pretty fucked up to me. Yeah, he looked. I mean, he didn't have a gaping down. hole in his chest. That's true. Yeah, but he was looking. He was limping. But well, yeah. If if you got Stormbreaker to the chest too, you'd probably still be limping a little <laughs> yeah, bit. True. But, uh, I do love how though he did. He did what he said he was going to do. He goes, if I do it, I'm going to look at the sunset on a peaceful universe and he fucking did and it. i i i, I want to say that scene is straight out of the end of infinity gauntlet is thanos sitting down and watching the sunset right that's good like it's spot on shot for shot see i like see that, that those are specific instances where i do like it when they take it out of the comic books like like uh, dylan was saying he goes if they if they took the whole story out of the comic books like, and you kind of there would be no surprise but when they do something like that that's fine yeah, you know that makes it like you're like at least they're putting some aspect of it accurately, which is cool. 
But then it says, in a post-credit scene, Nick Fury transmits a distress signal as he and Maria Hill, among others, disintegrate. The, dis- the display, the device displays a star insignia and a red and blue background, which is Superman. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shazam. No, that. but Shazam. Yeah, my thing about Captain Marvel, what I think is going to be with Captain Marvel, because why would Nick Fury use like a '90s pager? Uh, to uh, contact, but the Captain Marvel movie is supposed to be like in the nineties, right. and so I think like they'll have the whole movie like a, like whatever they're doing, and then the end of the movie, a nineties Nick Fury his pager is going to go off from the future Nick Fury, and then hmm. and That'd then be that'll be how that'll be Captain that'll be how Captain Marvel knows that she needs to go help. How the hell does that technology exist? I, I would have seen it. I, I see science. I see it more as that Nick Fury meets Captain Marvel and she gives him this pager and he just holds on to it this whole time. Well, That's more no, yeah, but it I, would I make say that. For all of this to happen and Captain Marvel to not show up if she, if you know what I mean? See, I, I, I wasn't super satisfied with this end credit scene, though. I would have rather seen something with uh, Adam Warlock because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, she's badass, but she's not that badass. No, they, True, but they got to set up phase people, four. People truly right. believe that that Captain Marvel, she is the most powerful no. uh, Marvel hero. Like that's what people say, and I think that's the plan for moving forward is that she's going to be the most powerful because I think she's taking the reins of the of the the MCU after or starting with Phase Four. I really believe that. I mean, she they, is awesome. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but she is not. I don't not see her as being that badass. Like she really she is, could not though. take Thanos on her own. Though. I'm pretty sure Captain. I think Captain Marvel is going to like, somehow break because Ant Man can essentially break the space time continuum. So I think Captain Marvel will be a uh, will be able to they'll break between with the help of Nick Fury and everything. They'll be able to break the space time continuum, and she's going to go to the future to help them. That's my that's my theory. or the past. Yeah, who fuck knows? Dude, who fuck knows? <laughs> I mean, guess uh, all we want. the thing like, did you guys see those set? Um, photos from Avengers 4 with Ant-Man, Cap, and all of them. Yes. And Cap's wearing his original 2012 first Avengers uniform. Like, yeah. I thought about, like, what if they try to go back and destroy the Tesseract? That way, they're, he can't get all six stones at all. But it's like, depends how things work, though. Like, if time travel works in the Marvel Universe like it does in Dragon Ball Z, that doesn't matter. Well, that's true. That's true. Fucking yeah, trunks. They had done yeah, that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're ultimately creating another universe at that point. Right. I don't know though. But this is fucking. That's that's the thing about like that's the thing about DC and Marvel though. Like, you know, with with Flashpoint and then with the Infinity Gauntlet, you can just pretty much rewrite fucking anything. Like, <laughs> like anything is possible. Yeah, we'll but, see. It, there's a bunch of stuff. To, but there's a bunch of stuff we could talk about, but. I, I don't know. All in all, this movie was fantastic. It's going to be hard to top it with any other superhero movie for the rest of the year. No, there's nothing that's ever going to touch that this year. No, I mean, no. yeah, we got what well, we got Deadpool coming out in just a couple weeks, and then Aquaman and that. Oh, and Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, everyone forgot Ant Man. I think yeah, all those Ant-Man are going to be great. Like, I'm, I'm super pumped for Deadpool. I thought, I think Ant Man next year. I could be wrong. Oh, Ant Man no, lost July. No, this year. It's July sixth. Oh, okay. I'm sure. Oh wow! I thought it was like. Oh, okay. All right. I, that's why. There's a trailer coming out tomorrow. 
of the, the Aquaman is at the end of the year, right? November or December? Yeah, December. But I don't know, but man. I'm, I'm sure think, they'll all be great, but I don't think any of them are going to be better than Infinity. No, right? but what we got to do, you can't go in there thinking about it like that because you can't compare us. No, to superhero no, no, because then you're just you know, no, then you'll ruin them. You'll just yeah. ruin them. Or DC will ruin their own movie, like you know, like they've done in the past. They always do. <laughs> so I mean, you can go into that mindset or not, and it may still be shit. Right. True. <laughs> I'm gonna I have faith in Aquaman. DC ruins Aquaman. Yeah. You have faith that DC ruins Aquaman. Even, I still haven't even seen Justice League, so I need to see that before I see Aquaman. So you haven't seen Justice League? I have not, not seen Justice I thought League. You, yet. I thought you went with Sean and I. No. Oh. <laughs> but well, I haven't. Right, does anybody else Batman versus Superman, let alone Justice League? Does uh, does anybody else have anything to say about Infinity War? Infinity War. Yes, I wanna... one thing. Did anybody else say this? How did Groot pick up Stormbreaker? With his hand. I mean, I get it; it was incomplete. But how does he pick it? Pick that up? Because he is Groot. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's, a, a, he's a sapling. He's a sapling. He's he's worthy. He's truly good. I guess. He has. The well, I guess that makes all. sense because Groot. Yeah, yeah. So Groot. Groot is your entity. Groot, Groot is a kid in all sense and purposes, and kids are inherently innocent. He's kind of a dick, though. He is a dick, but he's a kid. <laughs> well, he's an kid. Uh, I am good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I am, I, I am Steve. How Robert. do you guys think this is going to get rectified? Like, I, that's my question. Like, how how can they rectify half of the universe being annihilated? Well, once they defeat gonna, Thanos, they're going to reverse it. Reverse the, they're going to have to reverse it with the gauntlets, what they do in the comics. You know, that's going to be the only way they can do that. My, but the gauntlets kind of fuck. Yeah, but they're, they still have a mode for it on that planet. On what's it called? Volum, Nola. Yeah, uh, Nidavellir. Yeah, they still have a mold for it, and the star is active again, so it's not unfeasible to create a new one, but they're still going to have to steal thinking, the stone that from Thanos. That's crazy. I don't know, man. Maybe I, that's why they do time travel. Maybe they go back in time to get the stones for themselves and not destroy them. That'd be an interesting so Thanos, So there will be two sets of stones in the same timeline at some point. Yeah. One that are used with well, because well, if you guys think about it, the stones feed off each other regardless, regardless of having a gauntlet or not. Because like when I was reading it, it was like the time stone, if it's powered up with the power stone, does this. For example, I can't remember all the matchups, but the gauntlet was created afterwards, so the stones are still powerful in their own right. The gauntlet, gauntlet is just a receptacle. True, and I also have a question about the gauntlet that I'm wondering if anybody else picked up on because I talked to about three people about it and none of us could come up with an answer. So in Thor, the first one, the gauntlet is seen in the treasure room. And of course that's the fake because Hela yeah. pushes it over in, in Ragnarok, Ragnarok and says it's yeah. a fake. But yeah. then on Nidavellir, Itri, the dwarf says he had me create the gauntlet to put the stones in. So I'm like, did the gauntlet not exist for real until that point? Was it just a myth? And then they actually made one? Huh. Like, that was confusing to me. I was like, did the gauntlet actually exist, or was it just a myth, and then he had him actually build it? 
uh, and how fuck, dude that what the fuck i never that is not you also have to think about how long ago though was thanos there to create the the gauntlet like it, that he could have gone and done that before the first thor movie or before even the first iron man yeah movie. Like, it could have been years ago that he went to nidavellir to do that so because thor hasn't even a, seen them since mjolnir was created and that was forever that was millions of years true ago. but i'll bring up one thing the end of age of ultron where he says fine i'll do it myself and he puts on the gauntlet. Meaning, yeah, meaning that it took place after the failure of Loki. That doesn't mean it, he didn't have it, though. But that, yeah, exactly. He could have had the gauntlet way before that. He may have had the gauntlet made when he came up with the idea to finally, you know, get these ah, that's true. stones. I have so, a shirt in my closet I haven't worn yet. I bought it four years ago. Are, are you going to throw it on and be like, fine, I'll wear it? And for the most, I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have been a thing where even Odin knew about the gauntlet or knew that you needed a gauntlet to, to you know, be able to utilize right. the power completely. So uh, it just could have been knowledge out there that you needed this gauntlet. Uh, That's well, true. Odin, Odin would have known about what would happen in Infinity War long before anybody else does. True. Because he knows everything. He died. Yeah. Like... So Odin probably knew that this turn of events was going to come to happen before Thanos even knew it was going to happen. Does Odin know that much? Is he that omniscient? Like, does... How the fuck did Hela even know what the gauntlet was to know that it was fake? Well, because she's as old as she's the oldest. So yeah, she she's would... older, way older than Thor. And yeah, she, she's, she's probably had some run-ins with Thanos. You figure well, that. Goddess of death, so. And Thanos is always trying Odin. to impress death. Yeah, yeah, technically Thanos is in love with death. Yeah, so in, in the comics he does this to universe, her, I believe. Yeah, and so in... Mel- and, her, and death and hell are not the same. Right. She's just the so goddess of death. have a death in, this, in the cinematic universe yet. Yeah. Uh, the, the speculation makes, makes me imagine that like Odin used to sit Hela down on his knee and be like, and this is how the world's going to end one day. <laughs> <laughs> After Ragnarok, there will be something significantly worse. <laughs> you think the ending of your home is bad. Yeah, think about half of the universe going to shit. <laughs> I love that. All right, guys. End, well, quick, it's been a like, pleasure. I got to I got to head off. Who's that? I gotta go do it. Stoey. Stoey. All right, buddy. Stoey. Nice to talk to you. Bye. Bye. It was nice talking. Bye, Stoey. Stoey, you've, secured, the... your, you've secured your uh, your your uh, spot in super fights, so you're good to go. I love you. God, you Nerd. just love everybody, Colton. Yeah, I'm a slut. <laughs> love, love you all. Have, everyone have a good night. Thanks again you for too. having me on, guys. It was a blast. Absolutely. It was fantastic. I'm sorry, but and, uh, Goku smashes Thanos. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night, y'all. <laughs> Later. Bye, sorry. Later. But that that end scene on Earth when it showed with uh with fucking Fury, like when it showed like the planes crashing and shit, that would have happened all over the fucking place, man. Like yeah, it would have been cataclysmic. Oh, absolutely, just on Earth, even like you know, imagine every everywhere in the universe. Imagine giant freighters on other planets dropping down on cities. Yeah. Oh man, this is beyond fathomable. Like that. He's just smiling. He just smiles at the end. But I don't know. I. While we're talking about the post-credit scene, um, was anybody else as happy as I was with the Samuel Jackson motherfucker at the end? Yes, yes I was. 
I, I was like, yeah, mother. Mother. That was the only I way think. they could get it without it actually saying yeah. it. I loved it. Well, I geeked. Like, I geeked so hard at that. Because I, I seen it coming. Like, as soon as he started phasing out, I was like, he's going to say motherfucker. It's coming. He has to. He has to. <laughs> it's fucking Samuel L. Jackson. He hasn't said it. It's at all in the moment ever. <laughs> I mean, it was. I thought it was great. I love it. I love that. Yeah. That, that movie was good. Like, I, like, like me and D-Stuff, like you guys were talking about how you were a little bit disappointed with that Captain America Thanos scene. The DJ and I didn't see that trailer, so to us it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. I tried to watch. I tried not to watch anything trailer wise for the movie either. Yeah, we didn't watch a single. Even when we were in the movie theater, like watching other movies, that movie we would like cover our ears and just like look down and just like not even watch it. We didn't watch. I didn't. I didn't see a single thing about that movie. So I, just, I'll say this, and I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, but I liked Infinity War more than The Last Jedi. Also did I. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just like, wow. I, like, after I was done in that theater, I was like, that was a lot. Yeah, that was a lot. That was I've never seen more in one movie, but it, it was fluid. It wasn't like, some movies put too much in a movie, and then you're like, man, that was rushed. But this movie seemed, I can't, it seemed perfect. Like, it, it, yeah, it, they paced it really well for three different storylines. There's, yeah. there's no other movie in any movie franchise that can be compared to The Empire Strikes Back like this movie can. Because yeah. literally, I mean, it is it, – it's and people were sitting there saying, oh, it left on a cliffhanger. Yes and no. It kind of did, but it really didn't. I mean, it wrapped everything up completely that it needed to. Like, yes, there's – you need to – we want to see our heroes come out victorious. But if it ended here and we never got anything else, that would be a fucking hell of a way to end it. Like, holy shit. Our heroes lost. It but, ends with Thanos winning and the Avengers losing, and bye. I know it, it. So I think it it ended perfectly. It ends on such a downer, just like the Empire Strikes Back did. I mean, there's literally like you can't. This may even be better at it than the Empire Strikes Back was. You know, like, so like that, that, and that's crazy. But it, I mean, see, the way it ended, it was was phenomenal. Yeah, like if we had no preface to this, like to these movies, or like no pre, pre predetermination. Of knowing what's going to happen, that there's comic books that exist. Like, say there was no comic books of this, and this is the first time we ever seen anything about this. We would, we, we nobody would say there's a cliffhanger because everybody in the comic book world already knows there's going to be more movies about this. Yeah. So without the, that, without that prior knowledge, you know, it just really could end. It could just this, this could just end the MCU, and you no, know, you would never know any dev, any better. Like, well, what, what's funny one. about um, you guys saying that about how you know it's bad guys win, bad guys win. Uh, a buddy of mine, he took his 12-year-old son to go see the movie, and when they were done, he looked at his dad and said, what did I just watch? Like, he was, like, in disbelief. <laughs> like, he's a huge comic book kid, but he, like, was in disbelief, and then my other friend was like, you know what? He goes, this generation has never seen anything like that. Every movie they have watched up until this point, the good guys win. It's right. never the movie yeah. ends with the bad guys being on top. Now, if no you go back to the 80s, and trophies and okay. now uh, there's a show called The Goldbergs. It's about Adam Adam F. Goldberg. He's a uh, really popular nerdy director right now. I was he definitely watching that before we started this podcast. I love that show. <laughs> well, he made he made a he made a show about his childhood in the 80s. But there was a, there was an episode an episode where he's at the movies and Optimus Prime dies in the movie, and he is so in much disbelief that Optimus Prime. He's like the good guys can die. He goes then he tried to film his own movie with his grandpa about Optimus Prime not dying, but that's kind of the same thing. You know, like Optimus Prime shouldn't have died. He's the good guy. So we haven't seen, like you said, we haven't seen something like that since the fucking 80s. 
Yeah. Oh no, I love it. This, I don't know, either way, I had a great time talking to all you guys. This was fantastic. Good crossover. You still here, John? No, dude, he he dropped out ages ago. You guys were just in deep conversation. Oh. I'm so pissed I missed the Red Skull conversation. <laughs> I, say what you want. I, I, funny no, story dude, about that. I don't know if Stoey told Stoey, you guys. Stoey called, yeah, he said yeah, that you he were like, that? You out on it. Yeah, like I grabbed the back of their seats and I was like, is that who I think it is? And then like the... You do know that wasn't even the same actor though, right? Hello? Okay then. Yeah, it's it's uh, Ross, Mark, Mark, some the one can get. And funny thing, he was at Steel City Con two weeks ago, and none of us fucking knew, and because he had to keep it a secret. But yeah, I right. shit my pants, and uh, my buddy said that he got um, John Wesley Ship's autograph, and he was at the next table over, and no one was at his booth. Now everybody's like, oh, going to be at his booth from now on. Yeah, right? yeah. like everybody's going to be like, you were the Red Skull. And yeah, Pesci probably was, it was damn it. Like, yeah, like did anybody talk about, um, well actually that, that's a funny thing because I met Matthew Wood who voiced General Grievous and yeah. it was before Force Awakens came out. It was like two or three weeks before it and I said to him, I was like, oh yeah, because I knew he was still like working in Lucasfilm and I was like, oh yeah, I was like, you know anything about the new movie? And he goes, no, I'm not. I'm not involved in that. He's like, I just do like Clone Wars and stuff. And then the DVD comes out, and he was listed as the sound designer for the entire movie. <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch. Hey, he did a good job. <laughs> At least he's not Tom. Yeah, he Tom did. fucking uh, Colin. He fucking ruins everything. Yeah. <laughs> Can't keep it a secret. But I don't know. I don't know. Have I don't think I have any much more to say. I think we covered every goddamn thing. Robert Colton, you guys have any more to say? I'm good. Fucking Iron Spider. And that's <laughs> all. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Iron Spider. I loved it. Giggity. Uh, shit, you Giggity. guys gotta do your episode right after this, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> just, Sorry. just use this one. <laughs> yeah, right, I, just, yeah. I have a friend. She really wants to get in the conversation. So I, I promised her that I would do a, you know an episode with her in it. So I gotta do that. You so now you gotta spend. Now you gotta spend some more time repeating yourself. Uh, Basically, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> you could have had her Skype. Oh, the us. life of one. Yeah, you could have. She she had a photo shoot she was doing, so she couldn't. Uh, oh, the life of a podcaster. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Well, you guys have fun talking about it again, but at least now you're like you're, you're like energized about it. Like you already have talked about it, so yeah. I've been energized about it since Thursday, so <laughs> I've been fully erect since Wednesday. <laughs> I I don't even know if I'm awake right now about all the blood loss I've been having from my head. I'm going to wake up and be like, shit, i got a podcast to do today. Fuck. I was so excited to be on the podcast just because it gave me an excuse to talk about the movie because I've been trying so hard not to talk to people about it. Oh, do you have – yeah, that's why I love doing this podcast because you get to talk about nerdy shit and it's like – it's just great. Like, I I don't know, man. I love all your input, Dylan. It was perfect. It was great. Everybody was awesome. It's a good deal. It's a good thing you fucking ordered pizza the other day, man. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't even be on this if it wasn't for my love of pizza. <laughs> That's not what it is. Let me know when you see Infinity War, man. I'll get you on the podcast. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, sweet. And like, here he is. I fucking forgot about it until you fucking messaged me. You're like, I have seen Infinity War. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, Dylan, you're going to love Super Fights at the end of the year. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I walked out of the movie theater and I texted Deej. I was like, I watched Infinity War. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait because I don't know if you've heard about our super fights thing we do, but you're going to be part of that now since you're in, you were a guest, and that's going to be fantastic. 
Columbus. Colton has to drive down here. Yeah. Where do they live at? Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. We live, no, we live, we live about an hour outside of Pittsburgh, south of it a bit. So it's called Connellsville, uh, Uniontown area, that area there. Right. So Shea yeah, County. County. We, we could make it. We could make that happen, though. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Just as long, don't worry, Super. I'll bring the rubbers if you got the fried chicken. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. If there's fried chicken, I'm involved. I don't, I don't care about anything. <laughs> I usually go raw dog, but sure, bring the rubbers. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's alcohol, I'm up for anything. <laughs> alcohol, for me, I'm not allowed to drink this year. Yeah, Deej can't drink while he's judging super fights this year. Oh. <laughs> did, did Snowy get too pissed off? Well, DJ like DJ's like ah oh, whatever, fucking Robbie. Or like he just like he like DJ kind of just gave up listening. <laughs> Which is Damn, not I good. wish Stoey was still on here because I'm staring at the trophy right now. <laughs> That's funny. Give him the old Zimbop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Well, we can go ahead and call it. Thank you for joining us for episode 87 of Nerd Talk Podcast. Joined by, partially by. The fucking spoiler country, and by uh, fucking bridging the geekdom. That's right, right? I said it right. Yes. Fuck. And your everyday skinny boy penis. That's right. Skinny <laughs> boy penis. I need a cool nickname. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's the teeth. <laughs> the teeth. If you said it like Lil T, that sounds like a SoundCloud rapper. Oh, what are you doing? No. <laughs> skinny boy penis. Is that Colton? Yeah, it's Colton. Yeah, it's your everyday skinny boy penis. You do sound like a skinny penis kind of guy. I'm not gonna lie. I am. It's actually non-existent. It's See, I just have most a people just guy. thinking. It, most people think it's in a large clit. <laughs> My dick's so big it looks like a vagina. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Well, all right, skinny boy penis out. <laughs> well, right, you guys, guys, you guys have fun with your podcast. For us, even though it was at the end. I know. I was, I was pissed off because I couldn't get it to work on my computer for some goddamn reason. I could hear you guys, but it was like if I plugged it into the mic port, I could talk. But if I plugged it into the uh, headphone one, I could hear, but I That's couldn't do both at the same time. It's funny. Colton was like, "Hi." Like a hundred times. Like, hi. 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 Giggity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's have sex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I know right, you'll guys. be down. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us on. You're welcome. We'll have to do All this right. again sometime. See you later, guys. Bye. 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 Ahoy. Why is my headset not working? Can you hear me okay? Oh, it's Stowey. What up? What at? <laughs> waiting. Oh, what here comes. Calling? Oh. Ahoy. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. No. Cool. The wind isn't too bad or anything, is it? What wind? No, okay, cool. I'm sitting inside because it's so nice out, so I, I wanted to make sure the wind wasn't... Oh, yeah, I don't hear any wind, so you're good. All right.
do, and if it gets too bad, let me know. Who is that? That's Stowie. Oh, what's up, Stowie? What's up, man? How are you? We got Robert and Colton on the line. Australia. Your mom's on Australia. She's from down under. I'm gonna share the shit out of this because it's awesome. Robert. Like the fucking at it, dude. I get, I get, I, I can see that happening a lot, DJ. Yeah, probably. Every time somebody yeah, cuts somebody else off, it kind of cuts out. I don't know what I need to fix. I don't hear anything. Work it for the bills. Yeah, we're in the three way right now. Can you guys hear yeah, us, yeah. Robert Colton? Trust. Robert Colton. Maybe not. Can Robert and Colton hear Lane and Deej? I don't think so. I can hear them pretty clearly. Yeah, I can hear them too. Hey, yeah, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> they were just keeping us suspense. Who's LL? That's you. I'm LL? Yeah, for some reason, you na- your name is Lane Lane. Lane Lane Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Deeds Penhollow and Lane Lane. Welcome you to episode 95 of Nerd Talkalits. Of Nerd Geekdom. Ugh, fucking, what's the other one? Country. Trying to... Nerd Geekdom Country, that the way we're going with it? All right, I'm like <laughs> oh, He's not going to join for a little while. Yeah, he said he's working for the birds. Gotta pay those birds off, man. Penis! Penis! Tough one. Ah. Is he the only one in that epi- in that podcast? No, there's two of them. I don't. I, the other guy, I, I, we haven't. I haven't heard from him. No, he's just fat. Yeah. So. Hey, I got it to work. Hey. Ah, it's loud. Turn that down. Cool. No, your balls a lot. Uh, I, I am the infamous Bob. Bob. You spell your name backwards? I do. It's kind of weird. <laughs> me too. They call me N, y'all. <laughs> Hello? Sorry, that was me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it never came up. Trying to recall. Can you recall people, Beach? I have no idea how to. I'm, I'm working on it. I feel like people keep leaving. Wait, I think you just pressed the plus button. Where? Bunch of assholes. Add people. Press a little plus at the bottom of the screen and go to add people. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, where the fuck is Dylan Teeter? Spoiler free section. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> How do I make it smaller again? I don't know if this is going to work or not. What the fuck, man? So are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Hey, look at that. We got a bunch of people. Hi. Dylan. Hello. What up? What up? Okay. Dylan. Dylan Tita. <laughs> there right. you go. Now this is working. All right, am I the only one that's nude? No, I've been fully erect and naked. Nice. Got the lotion and tissues ready to go. And the crazy glue, you know what I mean? Oh uh, shit! I got the apple pie right here for you. Apple pie. Me and DJ used just we just used one McDonald's apple pie together at the same time. <laughs> I just used Bob. Bob. I used Bob. 
I do too. <laughs> Bob for Apple. What episode is this? Okay, this is episode 87 for us. 87? Yes, it is. Wow. Good job. Seventeen thirty-eight. I was I was literally scrolling through Facebook and I, I just passed it an ad or a sponsor thing. I don't know what it is. It just it showed your ep your last episode. What is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Eighty-six. Yeah, it showed eighty-six. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. You guys ready? Is this everybody that's gonna be on it for right now? Yes. <clears throat> and then John will join later, I guess. Three hundred twenty million. That sounds wrong. No, I check. I double checked. I thought it was a billion. It was supposed to be a billion, but it never made it that far. So they had a seven. They had a billion dollar budget, but then they just saved seven hundred million dollars on this movie. <laughs> Pretty good. I, that's probably what they saved, not putting Hawkeye in it. <laughs> yeah, and, and like less Hulk. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cut out some Hulk. And, well, Hulk was scared shitless after the first scene. I know. I know. Oh, right, I, right. It was obvious to me. People were like, why didn't they have Hulk in it? Because he was right. fucking scared. All right, let's they do just this. whooped we'll, his ass. We'll talk about it during the show. All right. Talk, Sorry, <laughs> Dad. No, when the hell did Hitler get on this episode? <laughs> let's just do a formal introduction. All right, ready? Adolf Penhollow. <laughs> 